Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen, that's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it's, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
back, baby. Uh, we're back. We're back stronger than ever. I've given you lives. Isn't the whole point of this show to have conversation? 100% for comedy. Friendly room. What a weird game of chicken that is. This guy's sharp. He knows everybody's name in this room. We've been doing fake radio since 2006. Man, tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo hello everyone welcome to the program episode uh, uh, 3319 of the award-winning podcast never not funny uh, the hard castle is what i wanted to say and then i said pot podcasting and he said it, <laughs> and, uh, it stuttered it up uh, that's a good strong start for 2024 we welcome you guys in we're back we were gone there for a week, uh, vacation-wise. Uh, took a little time off, which was uh, perfect for James Arpardo Jr., who, uh, if you listen to the uh, 3318, as well as the bonus episode that we did with young Oliver Pardo uh, for the January bonus episode, uh, I left here with no voice, basically, that day. And then I did not have a voice for about 10 days. It. Uh, I left here with a... Um, the concern was that I had... I, I'm not going to lie, that I, I, I thought it might have been a rebound, COVID rebound. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was not. And um, uh, but I did have ended up with a sinus uh, sinus infection. Uh, so they gave me some uh, steroids and uh, uh, d- d- antibiotics to knock that out. And then, uh, but it took a long time. And it's uh, just uh, what's going on right now in the world. And that uh, we are our immune systems are all down because uh, none of us were getting sick with anything but COVID for a long time. And uh, now it's uh, the flu and everything else is uh, is hitting us harder. And this I'm very very badly paraphrasing what uh, two doctors told me. Uh, one nurse and then a doctor and the uh, the nurse uh, I will say it just went on and on and on about it. I just was like, <laughs> you know, when you're sitting there sick, you know what I mean? Like you're sick and you, do, you just want the doctor to come in, do the exam, go, oh yeah, your throat's awful. Let's do the culture. Okay, we're gonna give you a te- you know mm-hmm. medicine and go home. And then the the, the nurse is just on and like you've you've done it. You've checked my temperature. You've checked my mm-hmm. my blood pressure, uh, my oxygen levels scoot and let's get him in here also i mean he might take another 10 minutes but wouldn't you rather sit in silence for 10 minutes by yourself than listen to her 100 percent. just listen or to have to just even the minimal energy it takes to pretend you're interested in what someone's yeah. saying is more than you want to do she's when you're talking sick. about my health and i want her to stop <laughs> right it, it's it, your favorite subject and it, you're like enough already <laughs> but it, you're, it, it is that i would rather i'd rather just sit there quietly because my my head's throbbing you're sick yeah and uh, and she's just being nice and just tra- trying to just. Nah, uh, she's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Fuck her. Um, and uh, so uh, that's uh, that is what happened on my end. And um, uh, sorry so, that that you didn't enjoy. You, you didn't really get to enjoy a break, which was. Uh, uh, you know what? We got we ended up seeing a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we did get to get out to Top Golf one night. Uh, uh, right when I started feeling better, which was good. So we did get a chance to get out there before the winds became fifty mile an hour oh gusts. God. Yeah. Um, and that was a nice time. Cool. And uh, the, uh, Top Golf is always fun. And um, uh, there's a game called uh, Jewel Jam, mm-hmm. uh, which is basically Candy Crush type of thing, where you try to hit a certain target out on the, you know, the the range. Yep. And then if you hit three targets, you know, it falls into place and does all that. And uh, first of all, it's uh, 
it's not easy. Right. It's also, it borders on not fun <laughs> because it's kind of like, you're, it kind of just drives you nuts. Because Would it be fun if you were like a pro golfer who could like actually hit things consistently? I'm not 100% sure because like I think if you're off by just a scooch, it hits the other jewel on the screen. Yeah. And so, but I kept like going, is this, is, is this, everybody, everybody, and Oliver just kept going, uh, Dad, it's Jewel Jam. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and I'd go, yeah, I don't know if I'm doing it right. But he's like, uh-huh, Jewel Jam. <laughs> uh, but uh, we, uh, I think we each won a game. You know, we, mm-hmm. you know, in the two hours that you're there, you're, you know, it's basically bowling. You know what I mean? Everybody, yeah. if you're good or bad, everybody can play it. And, and who cares? And, um, you know, Dan- Danielle, who's not good at golf, and I'm not saying anything out of school, uh, she won a game. And it's mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, she during that game, she happened to be more accurate than, than me. And... Um, you know, and I'm deadly accurate. You know that. I know. When you cut, uh, when you slice. Oh, I slice like a fucking hammer. You know yeah. that. Uh, also, in the beginning of the year, and you know this, I started the uh, my uh, my TikTok has started. <laughs> I I knew you were going to do it. I have yet to check in on it. It is. Uh, we're seven days in, mm-hmm. um, and I'm trying to uh, change up the locations and uh-huh. <laughs> and various uh, ways I'm doing it. Uh, now, was your voice gone when you started it? The first one's not great. Yeah, first well, one's a little fun, raspy. Though. You can look back on that and be like, oh yeah, that was when I. Yeah, you kind of hear it coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, did one at the Top Golf. Did one right there at the range. Uh, <laughs> took a swing and then looked at the camera. Said TikTok motherfucker. Uh, I was hoping you would do that. Uh, the famous George W. Bush. Uh, we're gonna get the terrorists. We're gonna find them where they are and we're gonna take them out. Now watch this drive. <laughs> Remember that? I do. <laughs> this is the most ridiculous. <laughs> Until Donald Trump, maybe the most ridiculous thing a president's ever done. Yes, but uh, now that is number uh, it's, seventy-five. It's not the first seventy-four. Yeah, go to that other guy. Yeah, it's very low. On uh, and, and by the way, that's all in the past week. Right. <laughs> you know that magnets don't work in water. You know that, right? Oh, I haven't heard that. Yeah, yeah. He knows how mag- Matt, he knows how magnets work. Uh, you put you got a magnet, you put water on it, no more magnet. Maybe he should talk to Jesse Pinkman from uh, from Breaking Bad. That guy I, had a, a lot of trouble with magnets. I don't remember that episode. I remember he was like, magic, what was the fucking famous line? He was like, mag- magnets. Well, there were two things. There was the Enslaved Clown Posse had a song. Where they talk, they they wondered at the marvel of mad magnets. But then also, there's an episode of Breaking Bad where they use uh, an electromagnet to like tear the door off of a Brinks truck or yeah, something. I don't or even know. Lift a car or something like that. But he was like, "Yeah, magnets, bitch!" Or something. <laughs> <laughs> was that what it was? Yeah, bitch, magnets. Yeah, bitch, magnets. I, I, I just don't remember that. It was great. It was a great moment in a great show. Um. I thought it went one season too long, to be honest with you. If, I, if, I, if we're allowed to be honest about Breaking Bad We are Bad allowed now, to be honest yeah. about it. Uh, I, I felt it... Uh, I'm not saying it wrapped up the season before. Right. I'm just saying it felt like maybe one se- season too many for, for me. Yeah, I thought it was great at, as I was watching. I, I loved it. But it, it did have that weird thing of... Because they didn't plan anything like for the entire series, every season was like, all right, you, they had to like come up with, what are we going to do now? Mm-hmm. And it just kept getting... They kept going. Their their solution to that was to just keep going up one notch. Like now, there's a German pharmaceutical company in, <laughs> yeah. involved for some reason, or whatever. I don't even know if they were a pharmaceutical company. Whatever, was some German conglomerate was running everything, and it was like eh, that might be a, like just a scooch more than this show can bear. Like it, I liked when it was contained to the little world of Albuquerque, hundred percent, and and, 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 and the maybe Mexican going cartel. to Mexico. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, again, it was, that was one that I. Admittedly, was tight-lipped on at the at the height of the zeitgeist of mm-hmm. Breaking Bad, where you know if you said anything, some bro with a you know a, a hat on, whatever fucking hat that guy wore, 
Uh, why can't I think of Mr. White's uh, oh, his fake name? Pork pie, pork pie, um, Heisenberg, Eisenhower, Heisenberg's hat. Remember those guys? They all fucking uh, wore sure. that for a while. That was the Scarface of that little area. Yeah, uh, that, that, that 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 culture embraced uh, that guy as a hero. I wasn't that guy, but I I will admit, like with anything that you're really enjoying, I wanted it to keep being good. Like I was, you know, if it fell off, I w- I was. I was like rooting for it to stay at that le- top level. And so maybe at the time I was like, would have been reluctant to admit, yeah, this isn't quite as good as the first few seasons. It, yeah. It, uh, and I'll say this. I, I think the most recent show that is, is, is close to perfection as anything is succession. Yeah. And even there, there's two episodes. It might be two episodes too long. Like it got a little, we get it. <laughs> we, right. you know, but, uh, but you got to, they, they, it was what, four seasons or three? Yeah. I mean, Four. that's a good amount. I feel like they didn't, it didn't overstay its welcome too. Maybe that you're right. It was a little repetitive with the sort of, they had their moves and you get it. They're terrible people and it's kind of crazy, but man, I mean, like I just look back on it now and being like, that was such a fun ride. It is. Uh, my son Oliver is currently watching it. They are on, they just did the, uh, well, episode of season four. Uh, that's mm-hmm. the most I'll say about it because, yeah. uh, if, if he is uh, just seeing it now for the first time, maybe some others. Have, right. So I do not want to. A big episode. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's the last season. So there's uh, going to be a big uh, mm-hmm. couple of big episodes in there. So uh, that and that also over the brave. Uh, in fact, we, we did it yesterday. We did the uh, uh, the first ever Never Not Funny uh, LPGA fantasy draft. Mm. I was wondering about that because of your, your vocal issues, whether that was going to have to be rescheduled. But I guess you were OK. I want to tell you, well, first, I was OK because the steroids really helped out. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, it was yesterday at 11 a.m. Pacific time, and these were 12 people from all over the uh, uh, all over the country, mm-hmm. uh, various time zones, East Coast, uh, Central, so on and so forth. They understand how it works. And uh, <laughs> mountain? Uh, I don't think there was a mountain. To be honest with you, I think there was. Uh, I think we got uh, Arizona certainly, which is its own nonsense. Yeah, uh, but I think at the moment goes along with Pacific. Is that where they're at? I never remember when my dad lived there. Um, so. Uh, I will tell you this, that based on, we, we're only drafting five players each. It's not a huge fantasy baseball type thing, mm-hmm. you know, where you draft 28 players and that takes, you know, the fastest one of those is like two hours or something. And uh, that's if you have literally, like you're online and, you know, it's your turn comes up every five minutes and it's just nerve wracking and not fun, quite yeah, frankly. Yeah. Uh, and then you do, or you do it the way that we do it. Which is, it goes, some would argue, too long. And you spend the day doing it and, you you know, you enjoy it because it's, you know, it's a fun hobby. Uh, so I, I I roped off, for lack of a better word, two hours going, you know, it'll be fun chit-chatting with these folks and then uh, doing the draft and so on. And, you know, also it's a, you know, it's a never not funny thing. So I'll be, you know, you know their hero and so yeah. on. And uh, we got, we all got on about 11 o'clock. We did a little bit of chit-chat. We went over the rules. The draft itself started exactly at 11.10, 11.35. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 25 minutes. Wow. This thing zipped by. And I, I'm going to tell you what, I think it was, I, I will say this. I'll take a lot of the blame because, in fact, Oliver said, was it fun, Dad? I said, you know, it was fun. And then he said, was it like your other ones where you guys are ball busting and stuff like that? I said, well, there was none of that because I don't really know these people. Mm. And I also, it's one of the of walking the line of, we're there to do a fantasy golf draft. 
it's not a pardo show. Right. But I also still want to be fun. But I don't want to be so like I don't want to I don't want people to get off and and, and maybe I'm overthinking, but I don't want to be going, Jesus Christ, does he never turn it turn it the fuck off? Right. Like, is he a human being? Is he a human being? I, I, be like I want to draft my player. I don't I don't need him doing a commentary on each pick. I think that's the right call. To, to like I thought it was be yourself, which is you're a naturally funny person, but don't try to you're not like it's not like one of your flappers Zoom shows where right. you're like holding court for an hour. That said, I think I could have brought a little bit more to be honest with you. So wait, it's there's five people in the league, or no? You're there's dra- twelve people in the league. There's twelve people in the league. You're each drafting five. So there's players. Six, sixty players getting drafted. Okay. And we all, initially, I said I think we we could set it at one minute max per pick, mm-hmm. and we all agreed that would be plenty of time. And it was literally, I think everybody took their pick and. 15 seconds like it was really everybody knew who they wanted yeah and uh it, well like you said it's unlike baseball it's not as complicated no because you're not trying to like fill different stat things you're like it's just it's just golfers they're all doing the same and you, thing you want to draft the five best available golfers right you just take whoever the best yeah. person left or is. the ones that you whether there's some that one guy took some rookies uh-huh. that he's hoping that we'll have a great year and uh, you know, some long shots uh, he took two of those. Do I think that's one too many of those? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I took, there was one player that wasn't in the top, but I took her because I wanted to root for her. You know, yeah, it's one yeah. of those. So, uh, but it was fun. There was only, uh, I will say this, there was only two women involved, mm-hmm. Elizabeth and uh, Hallie. Uh, the rest of us were a bunch of dudes. Uh, various interests in golf. Uh, one guy, Fred Guess, you know that name? Fred mm-hmm. Guess. He, yeah. He's in a lot of our Zoom things. He, yeah. uh, he admitted, I don't know anything about golf. I don't play golf. I don't watch the LPGA, but I like doing fun things, and this seems fun. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and look, there was a buy. There was a financial buy-in, uh-huh. and it wasn't a cheap financial buy-in. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know what? If this was, if we were doing this for twenty-five bucks, I might be pissed off at that answer. But he put a lot of money in, mm-hmm. so he's going to take. And then he drafted a pretty decent team. So yeah. watch uh, him win the league. <laughs> he might stumble into it. He's he he took some. Uh, he's got a fun team. Uh, but it was a nice stuff. But it was so bizarre to be done at a. I literally thought, well, I'll come out. They would have eaten lunch. Right. Like, I'm going to have to figure out something <laughs> for lunch. And I come out, and Albert goes, What are you, you, you round a snack? You had a break? I go, No, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> so, are there, is there trading and dropping There's and no adding? There's no trading. There's dropping and adding. There is dropping and adding. Every, I believe it's every seven tournaments, you could uh, drop one player and pick up another player. How many tournaments are in the season? Was it thirty-two? Okay, so really, there's only two or three times you can drop. There's four. So, okay. uh, so after 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 seven, fourteen, twenty-one, twenty-eight, you okay. can. Oh, gotcha. Uh, and then there's another seven or whatever after. What's twenty-eight plus seven? Is that thirty-two? Thirty-five. 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 That's close. To that it's give or take. I, yeah. I could be off, but uh, it's something like that. Okay. Uh, and these were rules that we I adopted rules that we did way back in the day. I was talking to my dad about it yesterday because my dad was also in a league. Uh, we did this, uh, my buddy Steve Ayat and I were in one uh, where we gathered in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and a bunch of us drafted PGA golfers. Yeah. And so we're using the, sta- the same scoring and the same process that, gotcha. that, uh, that that league did, and mm-hmm. that was 30 years ago, but we're it's still a perfect way to score it, and it's a fair way, and yeah. uh, fair way, <laughs> pun intended. Hey. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> uh, now, Matt, you, uh, you guys went, uh, Yes. It's Lady Golf. Go! LPGA. Go! <laughs> Thank you for that button. It's Lady Golf. Go! <laughs> the way that's edited in is so funny to me. <laughs> I will tell you this. Those two gentlemen are part of this league. 
Yeah. And uh, Mike, who's one of the guys, said, uh, Jimmy, before we start the draft, should we kick it off with the theme song? <laughs> and I went, I think, no, I, I don't think anybody wants to hear that, Mike. And he goes, fair, very fair. Did he have it queued up, ready to go? I don't think he did. I think no. he was just being silly. Um, uh, but uh, a, a good time. A Canadian, we did have a Canadian. We've got a Canadian oh, involved. Oh, boy. Is that legal? Uh what do you mean, like financially? <laughs> <laughs> this is being silly. Uh, he did pick a Canadian golfer with his first pick, which we all, uh, I was happy for him because he, he had like 10th pick. Mm-hmm. And so theoretically, somebody could obviously could have picked this, well, Brooke Henderson is her name, mm-hmm. could have picked her before that. And it's like, <clears throat> you know, he wants that, you know, golf. Yeah, like yeah. there's, you don't need to do that. Right. Uh, luckily, he got her. So he's able to root for his fellow Canadian. Cool. Uh, his name was Michael. And then another guy. Uh, named Eric was uh, this is very funny he told the story he was in the ER the night before oh boy and he didn't go into details why he said nothing serious he didn't make that very clear that he was nothing serious but he was in the ER the night before and they told him he got there at X time and they said okay it'll be uh, you know because it's a Saturday night it, it could take 11 hours for all of this to fall into place and he went well, I can't do that. I've got a fantasy golf draft. <laughs> and apparently uh, they, they either rushed it or he didn't get everything completed. I don't what know. The hell? I don't know. I, it, in fairness, to, it was one of those in fairness, because like, it was not a flapper Zoom type show. Mm-hmm. I didn't dive deep into why he was in there. Right. I felt like he said it's nothing serious. And like, okay, I'm going to, you know. You respected his respected privacy. Respected the privacy, yeah. yeah. Uh, whereas... I would do that. I would respect privacy, but yet maybe dive deeper in a, in a Pardo show. In a joking way. Yeah. yeah. Just kind of. Uh, so I don't know what he was. Th- I don't know. Hmm. And um, I'm sure clearly he's fine if he's able to come yeah. to a fantasy golf draft or, you know, bail on the ER. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that was. Uh, and he had the little bracelet on. He was like, he goes, he goes, I just wore this for the prop. So <laughs> uh, anyway, nice group of uh, people. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, we'll see how that plays out. And hopefully I hopefully I can win a couple of bucks and I, it'll get. Make it fun to watch the uh, the ladies golf. So the top three win money. Yeah, whoever wins each week wins money. Oh, oh, it's a, okay. and then uh, the, there's we all put in enough money where somebody will win. I believe like forty bucks each week. If you win the, that week with your points, you win mm-hmm. forty bucks. And then the top three at the end of the season, whoever has the most accumulated points, the top three win uh, win money. Yeah, and so uh, you know that could be one of those situations where the, who's ever in first place may win 10 tournaments throughout the year is in addition to first place so that person maybe get some heavily loaded change, yeah. yeah but i think it's I, we do it that way so that like maybe like you could at least win two weeks even if you're in last place you still could get 40 bucks yeah at the end of the season and yeah. uh at least you're not obviously not getting all your money back but at least you're getting something back and uh you know it's like oh like somebody might be out of it by the ninth week mm-hmm. and at least they can then go week to week and hope that that you know their players right. uh, perform, uh, but my question for you, Matt Belknap, yes. is uh, you were you were going out of town? The Belknap family was going out of town for the uh, January first week, mm-hmm. uh, which is why we were on vacation. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, but the weather was not our friend. How was it down there? It it rained a little bit. Yeah, we went down to uh, Coronado, which is uh, just off of uh, it's uh, across the bay there from San Diego. Um, it's kind of like an island, although it's technically 
not an island because it's connected to Can the Can I land. ask you a question yeah. about that? Does that mean you're on Epstein's list? <laughs> Is this his island? I don't know a lot about I, islands. I didn't see anything. We did, you know, we bought some postcards to send, and I didn't see any postcard that said, uh, welcome to Epstein Island. You did not. There, you're, okay. Or like, you know, those collages of like, oh, we've got the pelicans and we've got the famous bridge and here's Epstein. Like the, he None didn't show up in any okay. of the tourist. Because uh, I, don't, I don't know anything about, about islands. I don't either. I don't know where that guy's island is. Um, I couldn't tell you where that island is for a million dollars. I'm going to guess this in the Caribbean. Yeah, but, that's my yeah, guess too. No in international waters probably. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it better be. Uh, uh, all right. So you went down there. You had some rain. Yeah. It, it Interestingly. Chilly? It was a little chilly at night. It was nice during the day, though. It warmed up uh, most days. It, it, it rained. It was raining the day we went down there, like drove down in some rain. And then it was raining when we were leaving. But we didn't really, it didn't really affect us. It you was get fun. Wet. No. Did you get wet? Mm, no. What about running out to your car to get a sandwich? Uh, maybe, maybe we got wet when we stopped on the way down for lunch or whatever. Where'd you stop? We stopped at In-N-Out. That's what uh, it's all about. I can't remember where we were, but it was somewhere in between L.A. and San Diego, one of those towns. Um, you know they have a secret menu. You ever hear about that? What? Yeah, they get some secret no, menu. No, it's just what's on the board. No, they get a secret menu. You could ask them to uh, for something off the menu, and mm. uh, people that know about that menu will not shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> I do t- I do make use of the, that menu because I like, the, I like animal style and protein style. I don't know what any of that means. So protein style just means no bun. It's got lettuce instead of a bun. Uh, like a lettuce wrap mm-hmm. and then animal style i think just means they they put some onions on the grill and grill the onions in mustard which i like uh and then they just put that on the burger and then they put pickles which i don't want so i always have to say it's laborious but it's worth it <laughs> i say could i get an animal style no pickles and protein style jesus fuck off <laughs> they should, they, they've they never should. had a problem with it they're they very should. friendly they, they, they punch you in the no. face <laughs> they love it they 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 are they're proud of their secret menu just like the the patrons can i share something speaking of hamburger and then we'll get back to your thing mm-hmm. oliver and i uh, because danielle was not uh, able to join us for dinner on this night and we usually go to fat burger because she doesn't eat there yeah and so we go there and we always ask uh oliver and i both like our hamburgers basically burnt mm-hmm. and so the kid behind the counter like oliver said i need it really really well done and he goes, and he goes, ah, okay, like you mean like burnt, like making fun of, it, like thinking he's kidding. And Oliver goes, yeah, like burnt. And he goes, oh, okay. And then I said, make mine the same way. So then he goes, all right, you know, they bring it up, and he goes like 10, 50 minutes. And so then we uh, we wait, and then we come back, and we're waiting, and then the chef comes out with his phone and goes, very like the nicest thing in the world. Is that cooked well enough? You guys want me to do it more with oh, wow. a with video? Picture? Oh my god, of the hamburger. <laughs> wow, that is crazy. And I said, uh, I, I was just like, no, that's that's perfect. And by the way, no matter how it was, it was going to be perfect because right. what a what an unnecessary extra step. What a nice thing for this kid to <laughs> have done. What have you been like? Actually, a little less. A little less. <laughs> oh, it's too much. Yeah. Can you start over? Yeah. Just go just shy of what you did there. Let's do this six more times. <laughs> and I will tell you this. It was the best it's ever been. Wow. It was fantastic. That Good job for that guy. Yeah. What? Just a nice kid. You, did you give him a little extra or something? Can I tell you something? I had no cash on me, mm-hmm. and they already I already run the, rang yeah, the thing up. Yeah, it's too late. And uh, they don't have the, uh, you know what? You have the opportunity to, to tip the guy at the popcorn stand at the movie theater. Right. You know, would you like to tip? They don't have that at Fat Burger, and I find that bizarre. Yeah, it's weird. The places that don't have it, it's very strange nowadays. And like sometimes, where I was just somewhere and they didn't have it, and I was like, I appreciate that they don't have it here because this place, this isn't that kind of place. Like they shouldn't. <laughs> like right. I, I feel like everyone should get 
paid fairly, but I also feel like sometimes they didn't do anything. You know what I mean? Like if if you if you do your own order on a touchscreen and then uh, you get and you put your your phone number and they text you when it's ready and you walk up to a counter and take it, then I guess I'm tipping the cooks. Yeah, but I guess you're tipping the cooks. I just feel like that's it, based on where we've come from, where no fast food place ever had tips before. Mm. It just seems a little excessive. I don't disagree with you at all. And again, I think the popcorn stand at the movie theater is weird. That's yeah. a weird one. Right. Yeah, I didn't get when I worked at the movie theater. I didn't get that, but I, I don't want to sound like an old man who's like, "Hey, I, I right. paid twelve thousand dollars for my house, so fuck you, kids." Like, <laughs> you know, I'm not that guy, but uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, there is a restaurant near my home that I will not blow up their spot, uh, but they uh, the guy behind the counter is a nice guy, mm-hmm. and um, I I was doing it, you know, with paying with my card once, and I. And he zipped past the the tip one. You know, mm-hmm. would you like? He's just zipped past it and, and moved on to the next step. And I said, "Oh, you forgot the living." And he goes, uh, "We don't get it." I go, uh, "What?" And he said, "No, the the, the, the we, we we have none, the employees have not seen a dime from that." Wow. And I wonder how many places that's happening. Oh, yeah. Boy. And so now when I go there, uh, I make sure that I do have a little bit of cash yeah. and I tip uh, because they you know it's. Uh, it's a, I'll just say it, it's a subway, mm-hmm. and they are doing something. Yeah, they made your sandwich. Oh, yeah. And so, in sandwich the, artist. In the old days, we didn't tip them. Right. But now that that seems to be happening, if I can give them a dollar or whatever, I'm more than happy to do it. Yeah. I read an article about this, and, and they talked to some people who worked at Starbucks, and they made an interesting I, I don't go to Starbucks because I don't drink coffee, but they made an interesting point about Starbucks, which is like, it, some people think, oh, why would you tip someone there? And it's like, well, they're actually making it. They're they're taking the order and then they're going and making it and then they're giving it to you. So like, right. if anyone should be tipped, it should be them. They're doing the whole thing. Like that kind of made sense. And to if me. they're not doing the whole thing, it, at that moment they happen to have different stations, right? Someone and else gonna, is and they're going to rotate. Yeah, and then everyone's going to get yeah. their share of the tips. At some that point, yeah, I, I I'm. I'm with it. I always found it weird, and you're not a drinker, but when we, you know, when I was a drunk and I would go to the bars, mm-hmm. and um, you know, you'd get a, you know, give me a Miller Light, you know, okay, you know, at two bucks, mm-hmm. and then you'd give him three, yeah, and then one time I did, it and somebody said, you literally gave him a dollar to go. Here you go, right? And it's like, right, but you're supposed to. He is working, and he's working for tips, but you know 50 percent of what i just paid does seem extreme for him right. having really done yeah. nothing but hand me what i asked him to do so but well then you, you the, can't give him less than a dollar on the other end of the spectrum there are places that charge way too much for what's basically fast food like five guys is exorbitantly expensive right like you you could drop 50 bucks on a meal and are you so you're tipping on that amount so why did those guys get more than if you're tipping someone at Starbucks, which where the bill is less, or if you're tipping someone at The Habit, which is cheaper? It, I, that's what I don't like about the percentage thing. It's just like, let me decide what this all means. I mean, I don't know. Like, I have, I'm not, I don't know what, I don't know any more than anybody else, but I don't like that it's based on the bill because then it's like, well, I don't like that. If you're charging more, then you should be paying your employees more. I think it's. I think percentage makes sense at a restaurant. Yeah. And I think as far as fast food goes, you make that decision. Like I, I th- again, a, a year ago we didn't do that at all. Right. So you know now you're asking me to give ten dollars. Right. To five to five guys. Well, and the thing that the this the point of this article that I read was basically saying like because prices went up uh, during the pandemic and never came down that that people are more aware of the cost of these things that we just kind of used to do without thinking. Mm-hmm. And so, and then 
concurrently, a lot of places got the ability to do the digital tip where they didn't before. And so now you're being confronted with the concept of tipping someone, whereas before you weren't like it. It's not that you weren't supposed to tip someone before. It's just there was no really no way to do it. It, it, it was or, so, or you had a dollar and you put it in their little jar. there. Yeah. And, and right. Uh, but now you got the kids staring at you. Oh, they're going to ask you a question. And then, right. oh, yeah. So you're going to see me press no. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the interesting thing is because con- conversely, the people working at Starbucks in this article were saying the digital thing hurts them because when it's when it was just a can or a jar, people would see that and go, oh, everyone's doing it. I should, too. But now it's just you don't know what other people are mm-hmm. doing. So it makes it easier for people to just go fuck you and not do yeah. not do zero. I also I don't know. Can you do it every time? You know, that's kind of how I felt back in the, my drinking days. Like, I'm going to be here all night. I can't give them a dollar every time. Yeah. Because then I'm, I'm out $10. Right. And well, like this place that we stayed in Coronado, um, the, the hotel had breakfast included and you would just go in and they'd bring you, it was a, you didn't get to order whatever. It was just every day they would like, here's what we made today. Here, eat it or don't right. basically. And the woman who was, was serving was the same person every day. And she's a very nice lady. Uh, but because there was no bill, it was only, you know, it was a small place. So she just knew we were like, we're in that room. And she was like, got it. So you didn't have to sign anything or do anything. So there was no opportunity to tip. So they just had a QR code on a counter and you'd be like, hey, tip this woman, whatever you want. And so you could kind of just do it once for the entire That's what I would do. time you were there, which is what we did. But it is kind of an odd thing. It just it becomes more and more sort of amorphous of like what are we what like what are we actually doing here well, we're becoming a cashless society i think so jimmy <laughs> uh all right elliot hochberg is chomping at the bit yeah. to say something here uh so obviously the united states has a different system than other countries like in europe mm-hmm. uh people are in theory paid a full wage and so tipping isn't a thing in fact they get right. offended sometimes if you tip that's correct um for me the one thing is if it's if it's an actual restaurant they they get paid way less. Yes. Like $2 an hour, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, it's not it shouldn't be on us. Right. But the restaurant associations and all those people have lobbied to keep that that way. And there is a thing like restaurant owners seem to feel entitled to the tips even. So I if I if I looked at a place and I thought this place isn't run like ideally I would definitely like you Jimmy I would definitely want to do cash plus don't forget that while uh those workers should in theory declare that money they have to if you do it digitally whereas with cash yeah it's, it's kind of the a, table it's kind of an option yeah but then again with cash I I've heard the stories about you know small restaurant owners being like they take the tip thing and then maybe the money doesn't get to them like you have to kind of right. like do you like Does your gut like say the small place Jimmy's talking about Subway? Yeah. <laughs> and so it, it is tricky, but like even with the raise in minimum wage, it it's hard not to kind of go, well, is this person actually making the value off of their hourly work? Because even if it's just the person at the counter, like they have to stand there that whole time. We don't have to stand at our work all day long, but they do and they don't have health insurance. So then, you know, are they getting fallen arches or whatever happens because you have to do that all day? So I got to worry about their arches. Yeah, you talk about falling arches now. <laughs> so like I'm not the most spendthrifty person, but I do tend to tip a bunch. And I would say like at the like today at the bar thing, I might do a big tip at the top 
and then another dollar each time. Here's my concern about the big tip because that is that that's backfired on me many times. Yeah, so I yeah. give a big tip, then that guy's gone, and then you got another <laughs> well, then bartender. No more, then, like, then no more tips. Yeah, but then you look like a prick every time you go up, yeah. and then there's a new bartender, and you're not getting. Uh, he's like, this guy's not tipping me. Then you go back to get another one. It's like I remember that guy didn't tip last time. Right. I'm not going to serve him quickly. Right. It's uh, you know Steve Iatt, uh, second uh, reference to Steve. He used to laugh at me because I would I would just over tip. Mm-hmm. Um, because I did, I, I felt bad for these, for and I mm-hmm. still do. People mm-hmm. are working hard, yeah. And uh, you know, yeah, eh, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? If you, you have the opportunity to give a couple bucks, give a couple bucks, but not if it's uh, not going to them. That's my concern. Well, that's you know, yeah. you don't know most of the time. If that guy didn't tell you that, you wouldn't. Know. You would assume that Subway was on the up and up. I would, but you know, they're franchises. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so it depends. Uh, by the way, speaking of the movie theater, I want to very quickly say this. Yesterday, I went to see a motion picture. And uh, this happened for the first time ever. The guy just rang me up for the senior rate, and wow, didn't ask me or anything. Just, uh, just like uh-huh. when I go, I, I said one for a, a night swim is what I saw, Garen. Uh, did you see it? I did not. Okay, no. Well, you're shaking your head. Oh, I've heard things. What have you heard, Garen? Just out of curiosity, I've heard it's not good. It is it's maybe boring. It is boring. Yeah, it is oh. boring. And again, I've, I know I say this a lot. Uh, Danielle and Oliver were at pickleball, uh, fighting the winds, playing pickleball, <laughs> and so I went to the, see this movie while they were doing that. Uh, the only reason I didn't walk out was what else? Are you what else am I to do? <laughs> it was like okay, so I'll just go home a half hour sooner. Uh, and actually, the truth is, the last fifteen to 18, eighteen—I know that's very specific—but was okay. And I, by the way, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's never there was. I, I thought about this last night because I was watching Matlock. And uh, I actually had a little jump scare, and I went, I just got more frightened at a Matlock episode <laughs> than I did for 90 minutes at Night Swim. And that's the truth. It just stinks. So anyway, I walk up, I said, you know, uh, 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 usually I buy it on the app, but I didn't this time. Mm-hmm. And I went up, and I just said one for Night Swim, and he just rang it up, just right, went right to senior. I thought you had a movie pass thing or whatever. Uh, you do, and then, then you show your thing. Oh, okay. Uh, and, but uh, why does it matter if it's paid for? Don't, don't you get a free movie? You get one free a month. Oh, this was you already passed but your free. I'm way past it. Uh, we went it's, to, went Jan- to, it's January 8th. Yeah, went to a zillion movies. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it was under the weather. There wasn't much to do. I guess I was thinking more of the AMC one where you get, what, four movies a week or something? Three? Oh, do you really? Yeah. But it resets Friday. So if you see three movies between Monday and Thursday, boom, you can go see anyone on Friday. Whatever new one comes I got out you. on yeah. Friday. Uh, no, this is, you get... Uh, I think they just raised the rate. You know, it's uh, basically you get one. You're paying the money of. Uh, let's pretend it's nine ninety nine a month. You're paying nine ninety nine a month, but you get one free ticket. Got it. And then you get discounts on everything. So it, you'd be stupid to not do it if you're going to go to one movie. Oh, a I, month think you, I think because it's cheaper yes. than one ticket. And then if I go with you, I buy your ticket for nine ninety nine instead of you paying twelve. That is that part's better because I don't think AMC has that feature. But the AMC one's more expensive. But you get if you're going to go to more movies, yeah. then you get three movies a week. There's not an AMC near us. Uh, yeah, I know it stinks. Uh, we got the we got the Cinemark, and um, uh, but he rang me up, but I again I didn't fight it. Mm-hmm. Said thank you, young man. I think you should start angling for it now. I'm getting close. I, I'm already at what's the, the uh, what's the limit? I think it's sixty two. Oh, okay. But there's a lot of menus at restaurants, uh, 55 and up, and I'm taking advantage of that. Take advantage, of that. <laughs> and I always make a, I make it big. I go, I'm going to go to the old man menu here. I'm going to get this. I think maybe you get a little less. I don't think I've ever seen that on a menu. What? Where, where are you eating? Uh, you've seen that. The, the senior. Maybe I just never noticed it. Um, 
I'm, I'm focused on the kids menu because I'm a young yeah, you're, snapper. You're hard. <laughs> yeah. I'll have the mac and cheese. Um, <laughs> what, Side of apple slices. <laughs> uh, what did you do yeah, on this, uh, at this island? What do you, you splash around? No, no, it was way too cold to splash around. Um, but uh, yeah, we just kind of did some sightseeing. And, uh, hung, you know, it was it's a very like, it was mostly the goal was a change of scenery because we knew like two weeks off for the kids and us uh, at home gonna bounce off the walls eventually so like we gotta like do something you know in the in past years we've gone to palm springs like you have or uh you know i don't know where else san San francisco maybe or um santa barbara but we're like let's go somewhere we've never been before uh, how does how does garen know the guest how do you like Garen? what he has your number jeez i've got your number too buddy (laughs) (laughs) uh i guess that makes sense he would have garen's number but I don't like that he's bypassing the uh, protocol. Yeah, there's protocol. <laughs> no. I don't like that. I don't like the bypassing either. Why people who don't follow the simple instruction on the email to just use the box on the door at the that you know, box front. is confusing though. We've talked about it for years. It's confusing. But the email explains it, doesn't it? Most people n- n- manage it. I well, mean, I would like, say eighty-five percent manage yeah, it. I feel like two in ten maybe have problems and they text us. This horseshit. This is not, I don't like it all. This is unprecedented, honestly. Right? Also early. Too early. Yeah. We got a lot of problems on this. <laughs> all right, so what do you do? You, uh, you, so, you so we bowl? Went, no, we like, you know, we walked around the gas lamp district. Uh we went to the Maritime Museum. This is all in San Diego. Like it, it's really like ten minutes between this the island and San Diego. You just go over this bridge and then you're in the downtown or whatever like where the convention center is right um so yeah we did that we you know we walked there's like shops and restaurants in on coronado that you can walk around we drove down to oh this is interesting we drove down to uh an outlet mall in san ysidro i don't know if if you guys are familiar with san ysidro i'm not sure i've heard the name before it's the town or city uh on the opposite side of the mexican border from tijuana and this outlet mall uh, was by the almost empty. We were like, it was weirdly barren. I think it was it was either the New Year's Day or the day after New Year's Day. I can't remember. But um, we were walking around, and you know, it's like a maze of shops and whatever. And we turn a corner, and hey, there's the border wall. Like literally, oh, wow. there's a parking lot, and there's the famous trump's wall oh, wow. so the, the metal slats and all yeah, that the, stuff the slats really and wow. then you you walk a little closer and you turn your head this way and there is a gap in the wall <laughs> <laughs> that's how effective this fucking idiotic project was there's just it was like wall for like 50 feet and then nothing on either side of it right. like what what was the point of all this inconvenience it's designed for yeah. inconvenience do you think man now you've just opened my, my, up my house like, do you think they're crossing the border to get to that outlet mall probably that's what's happening i mean for the those... deals are outrageous oh, okay. <laughs> certainly they're, they're I, I would venture to say they're muy caliente oh that, oh, means, that means really good very hot very hot hot, very hot. 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 hot water agua caliente yeah. hot water um mm-hmm. but yeah very, really interesting and also tijuana i'd never i've never been to Tijuana, but I've also never seen Tijuana, but now I have, is a kind of a hill. Like there's a city and then there's a hill and San Ysidro is kind of on more on the flat side. So as you're driving towards it, you, you're looking at these hills and these some skyscrapers and you're like, that, I'm looking at Mexico. It was kind of cool to be like, hey, there's there's Mexico. I'm, I can see Mexico. Uh, You've never been to Tijuana. You've never made that. Uh, no, I've I've been like we did a cruise once where we got off in Ensenada. Yeah, um, but I've, but I've never been to Tijuana. 
I never have either. I remember it was a big deal when I moved here in the '80s. It was a big deal. I want to go to let's go to Tijuana. Yeah, let's go to Tijuana. Like I don't know what the appeal. Yeah, yeah, I don't really understand. You know, and mainly mainly because what I hear, like just murderers going over. (laughs) Some of them are good people. Yeah, I I assume some of them. I don't assume most of them are murderers. From what I understand, that is at least as we were driving in that direction towards Tijuana. She did remark that that is her favorite Trump quote. The uh, the the murderers, they're they're rape, they're sending, they're not sending their best, they're sending their rapists and their murderers. She was in early, and some of them, I assume, are good people. Like that whole run is her favorite. I feel like the one where he was like Happy New Year, even to the losers and the that that I think is my favorite. I think my favorite is the reason when they were uh, you, you rotten hell. Uh, uh, anyway, Happy New Year. Or anyway, anyway, Merry Christmas, whatever one it was. But the uh, rotten yeah. hell, he's just, uh, well, you know, knock on wood, we get him back in office. Obviously. And uh, we'll get out there, we'll do everything we can to. Uh, well, maybe he's got to get back because he's got to finish this wall. <laughs> so close. I mean, like I could see the waterfront. I mean, he's just keep going a little bit. Uh, Matt, you don't realize, but Joe Biden's still been building some of the wall. So it's not just uh, okay. Donald Trump. Cool. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, character. Uh, you're welcome. I'm, I'm going to be on my way now. Does that guy have a name? Uh Gary Whiteman. Thank you, Gary. <laughs> you know what? That's a bullseye. Love it. That's a bullseye. That's a bullseye. Very nice. Very nice. We we, we might hear from Gary again at some point. Not today. Yeah. No, no. Hopefully not today. But I mean, at That's some a, point. One of the few times that he did a voice and I wasn't actively angry. At yeah. <laughs> I liked Gary Whiteman showing up. Yeah. I actually, and I liked that he had a name. Yeah. That's that's really what I what it was appealing uh, uh, to me about it. Anyway, uh, we had a nice time down there. Right. Uh, just relaxing. Uh, we, you know, we watched a lot of the office on cable because that's what was on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and we couldn't figure out how to do anything else with the TV except change the channels to the different, uh, cable channels. You know, most TVs now like let you get signed access on your Netflix, Netflix or, yeah, or something, or at least like maybe screen mirror your phone or your tablet or something, but nah, not here. Huh? <laughs> this wasn't working. I wasn't uh, doing that. Uh, speaking of Netflix, they just announced today that uh, you know that Netflix is a joke festival is coming here. Yep. And, uh, Kill Tony is going to be at the forum. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of Joe Rogan's minions, yeah. Tony Hinchcliffe. Uh, and then I looked at the lineup, and uh, boy, Netflix is just in bed with a lot of shit. Mm. Just a lot of yeah. uh, not great dudes is the way to put it. It's somehow like I think because they put so much stuff out that it's almost like people don't know. They're like, well. It's like they don't think to criticize Netflix for paying Ricky Gervais to just spew bull or or Chappelle. You know, just you're just spewing hate at some point. It really is. And uh, and I guess no one's like, hey, stop doing that, Netflix. Because you're like, well, they also paid Hannah Gadsby, I guess. So maybe it evens out. I don't know what the I fucking mean, theory there is. There were but... employees who've been mad at them for. Oh, that well, stuff. that is true. That's good. And I I uh, I looked at both of those new specials. Mm. The. Uh, you watched Ricky Gervais's? I tried. And then yeah. at a certain point, I don't remember, what was it? He said something, I'm like, oh, that's just wrong. Like, your 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 premise, which is not a like comedy fiction premise, you're saying, this is a true thing that I'm now going to say stuff about. And I'm like, no. Right. Hmm. No, that's just, and I had to stop watching him. I did watch the whole Chappelle thing. What I will say is that I think the past episode, the uh, past uh, specials, you could argue he was trying to point out a thing, like when he was comparing trans stuff to the experience of black people or something like that. You could kind of make the argument. This time around, I don't know why he... I couldn't find the comedy or philosophical point he was trying to make. Mm-hmm. Now, there was still some funny stuff in the, in the special, but I I can't defend the... the like, and it's right out the gate. Like the first right, three, four he's minutes. Right, trying to act like... 
uh, I just I can't uh, think of the word. My apologies. Contrarian. Rebel, contrarian, yeah. like, uh, and also wants to get out in front of it. Like, let's address the elephant in the room, then I can get back to being funny. Right. I, I admit I haven't paid close attention to this, but isn't this like the fourth consecutive fucking thing where he's addressed? Like, yeah. wha- yes. Like, I don't take the issue itself away from it. Yeah. Just let, let's say it's about like cotton candy. Mm-hmm. If a comedian does four consecutive specials where he has to talk about cotton candy, wouldn't people start to go, hey, what the fuck is this guy's problem with cotton candy? Get over it, yeah. Now you're mad at Jim Gaffigan for Hot Pockets. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, uh, that is a signature bit, sir. The other thing is... Is that is that where we're at? To, 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 uh, fucking Chappelle's signature bit is, I don't like trans... It tra- seems to be. It, seems I mean, to it be really does seem that. to be, right? Yeah, I mean, what a legacy. Like, this is a guy who used to be, cons- and, and by some people, still considered one of the greatest stand-up comedians of all time, and that's going to be his legacy. I don't like people for how they were born. I mean... You can still argue that's not what he's exactly saying, but it's very hard to thread that needle to understand that. Yeah. But um, the other thing that occurred to me was, so the Chappelle show ended, and the reason ostensibly was that people who were racist were mis- which were mis- were misenjoying his bits. And, and quoting it, like, frat, you just picture the stereotypical frat guy yeah. going, Rick James, bitch! And he didn't like that. And that, He didn't like yeah. that, and, he, and like the, the blind racist and, and those right. kind of things. But it did occur to me, like, oh, maybe we misunderstood what he said. Maybe maybe he did like all that, and and the people who were thinking it was progressive, he, he was mad at us. Mad yeah, at yeah, us. exactly. Yeah. Mad at uh, left-wing comedy nerds for enjoying him. Because if that's the reason why you got out of doing that, I mean, I'm not sure that that was the whole thing. Like, there was a lot of pressure to be funny for all that money and stuff like that. But if that's the reason, then why would you do? How does this like jibe with that? Well, no shit, because he's getting paid a shitload by Netflix to do. Right. So there's the pressure of that. And also he's definitely making jokes that an anti-trans person could be like, yeah, we don't like trans people and you're along with us. Like, it doesn't. I it doesn't that coincide. Must be, that must be happening. I mean, I think it's yeah. all, it just. I it's think that is exactly so much easier in the now same way that Louis C.K.'s audience is now just like red hat people because that's who accepts his fucking bullshit. So, so maybe you know, I'm rich. Biatch was a, a different uh, slogan. Yeah, yeah. it. Uh, he's gotten to the point where he's just he's he's famous, so he can. They, they, they just people just excuse it, but but it's Chappelle. It's okay. He's great. Yeah, yeah but but that that's not. Yeah, he can still write a good joke. But but this is like it's the other one you say that because I feel like the stuff I read about this one was that it doesn't even have that anymore. Well, but there were a f- there were a few, um, you know, and, and then he talks about how he went on tour with Chris Rock. And in the abstract, if Chris Rock says you're cool, then I would think you're cool. But then you remember his last special. Chris Rock's last special was kind of a, a what? Right. Sort of thing. Uh, again, most of what I know about these specials is from what you tell me. <laughs> so, like, I don't I don't I don't go through the trouble of watching them. Well, but. I, 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 look, there was no reason to think that Chris Rock special wasn't going to be good. Eh, I mean, I feel like he's, a, you know, he's like a 40 year old ball player. He's definitely yeah. lost, lost his fastball. Sure. But but even then, like you would you would you would watch it because you're like you're hoping that it's going to be. Good. Yeah, is, yeah, I know. Were you when you watched the Chris Rock special? Were you distracted by his white Doc Martens? Because <laughs> they're 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 he's got the, they're like brand new, so they've got that Doc Martin, that brand new Doc Martin big gum rubber sole. Yeah, and then the the shoe itself is a big shoe. Yeah, and it's a it's a, it's a little distracting. Yeah, interesting because it I, gives him like another three inches or something. Like it's mm-hmm. uh, it, it don't wear a distracting shoe. Well, may, maybe maybe he was worried that he would get hit on stage, and he wanted to make sure he could stand up straight. 
Or yeah, he's, yeah, he's got a, a solid toe to kick someone with if yeah, they yeah, come yeah, at him. Yeah. Maybe they're steel toes. Maybe they're steel it toes. It could be that Doc Martin certainly makes a work shoe. There's yeah. no question about that. No doubt about it. Uh, all right, let's take a break very quickly. Uh, before I do, I will. I, I've certainly told the story before about how I uh, bought new shoes in Minneapolis, and uh, I, I bought new <laughs> new sneakers, you know, gym shoes, mm-hmm. is what I called them growing up. And then I came out of the I came out of the uh, the hotel room, and Tony Boswell, my friend Tony, is like. You're not wearing new shoes? I'm like, I'm not wearing new shoes. It'd be, people, it'd be distracting. He's like, nobody's looking at your shoes. I'm like, all right, good. So I put on I put on the shoes and please welcome your headliner, Jimmy Part. I walk up, nice shoes. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> and, I, and I go, these are my work shoes, sir. Like, I don't even know what that means. Uh, my, the premise was they're, they're, they're clean because I only wear them on stage. Yeah. Uh, but for some reason, then the audience hated me. Were, oh, were no. They, were they white? Yeah, they were, you know, they, they, they're like white, like the, the old white school. Reebok or yeah, whatever okay. they were at the, you know, whatever, whatever was the problem. hip shoe at the time. Yeah. If you're going to wear new sneakers, they got to be like dark so that they but don't stand out But people weren't wearing so dark sneakers in those days. This right. is the early 90s and yeah, late, yeah. late 80s, early 90s where everything was the white Reebok right, or the white right, right. Nike. Yep. Uh, all right. Anyway, I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Another night that wouldn't have happened and you wouldn't, it would, you, your life would have gone on. Uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> That night it didn't happen. I mean, that's a uh, bold fucking t- right before you even open your fucking mouth. Someone's heckling you like that's a, that's he- on him. Not even heckling, heckling my shoes. Was yeah. it the other comedian? No, <laughs> oh, no. If it was, <laughs> man, that I would I would have laughed like crazy. If it was Tony, nice shoes. Would, that yeah. that would have been great. <laughs> would have been great. Maybe he paid the guy to do it and never told you. And then you know, then just like shrunk <laughs> when, when he saw how badly it backfired. Uh oh. Um. All right, let's take a break. Yeah. Uh, Murray Valeriano is here. Barry's got some shows coming up or something he wants to uh, uh, talk to us about. And uh, I guess we'll talk to him about it. And uh, we've got Oliver's trivia question. And uh, what else? That seems like that's, that, that's everything, right? That's all we got going on. Seems like enough. What do you want? Fucking balloons Bullshit. from the ceiling? Hey, God, I got to take a sip of water. Let's go. We'll take a break right after this. <laughs> Uh, listen, this is, you, you know, this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, Hey, this is good stuff. Once you factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In the, in the imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like, before I had a kid. It, it, oh, yeah. It, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where. I don't I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> What's no, going on? With we're here to talk about factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day oh my god they got all this all sorts of things over there they got delicious things over there head to factormeals.com slash pardo50 use code pardo50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20 percent off your next month that is code pardo50 at factormeals.com slash pardo50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20 percent off your next month while your subscription is active factor good food fast 
Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wall that's missing a couple of bucks. Who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute gift for a loved one, an unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other are you, are you at the wild animal vet? Yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I think people, I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun. It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So uh, That's a good point. Yeah. Why are they, yeah. why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue? You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, This is here's the important thing. Earn-in is there because the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good, I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earn-in jumps in. Yes. Uh, earn-in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah, it's but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. That's what they're saying. They say it like that? Yeah. I would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement. No, these these are people that, uh, you you know, when they're giving a testimonial, they're caught off guard. They're they're not comfortable in front of a microphone. These are not professional broadcasters. We are. They they sound stilted, but that's real. That's genuine. Thank you. Matt, again, it gives them peace of mind. (laughs) Uh, Hey, download Earnin today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. That's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Never Not Funny under podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who said to you there, who directed you there. Once again, put in Never Not Funny under podcast. Subject your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Earnin. It's your money. Get it now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program, episode 3319, the award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny, the Hardcastle, right? 19, Paula Hardcastle. Where did that go? Wait, did we ever figure out where that went on the chart? How high did that chart? I'm it would be sure. wonderful if it stopped at 19. Uh, that oh, that would be beautiful. Have. If it stalled there. Garen, find out where that charted. I, did that go, that had to go top 10. I don't think so. I think it just got, I think it was an MTV darling. You think so? Yeah, I, I, I would be. Were so- you introduced yet? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Paul Hardcastle. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing running your fucking mouth? Well, you Shut should up. know. How, how high did your biggest hit chart? <laughs> well, it's a little tough. <laughs> Shut your like mouth. Bring it up. Why's he, why's he even getting involved yet? You uh, shut it until I introduce you, dickwad. <laughs> Unbelievable! This nonsense. I do. Here. Even though I agree with you about he shouldn't have talked, I agree mm-hmm. with his guess that it it probably didn't go that high because I don't think it, I think it was more of an MTV thing than a I would say. Thank you, thing. Matt. But I've already upset the boat. They've uh, they played a lot of they played a lot on Chicago radio, so I'm, it, it could be one of those as well where it. Uh, you know, there's a band called The Kings that got played like crazy in Chicago and nowhere else in the mm-hmm. in the country. So it, it, it maybe it's one of those as well. Garen, what do you got? Where did it uh, Where did it peak? Uh, it quickly reached number one in the UK and most of the world. And then, but here in the states, we're, we're... although the song only reached number fifteen in the United States chart, Harcastle claims it outsold everybody else for three weeks solid. It only reached number fifteen because back then the chart was based on airplay as well as sales. Hmm. The song was held back in the US by some radio stations refusing to play it. Feeling that the song took an anti-American stance, something Hardcastle denies, noting he had tons of letters from Vietnam vets thanking me for doing something for them. I will say this, because I, I worked at the record store at the time, the 12-inch 
sold like crazy. Like we could not keep it in stock. So he makes Weird. a Paul makes a good point there that uh, why uh, it, why the twelve? Why was the twelve inch? Is DJs were playing? It? Yeah, DJs were playing. It would you know would fill the dance floor. They get out there and you know salute whatever they would do. <laughs> Shake your ass to yeah to nineteen year olds. Yeah, getting down to that. Get out there. War then, machine. Then here comes Dancing Queen from yeah. uh, by ABBA. Uh, all right, that voice that you unnecessarily heard early was uh, uh, Murray Valeriano. Murray's got uh, that uh, that show that he does on the World Wide Web, but I guess that, uh, he does live versions of it now that I've been on. Uh, the uh, for what it's worth is what it's called. And, uh, right? That's fan. Yes. Got the name of it, right? Yes. Jimmy, you're a king of it. Uh, I do enjoy doing it. I, I got a little a uh, kick ass on it. I got a little hooked up there on the name because I do know that you also, in your opening, use the uh, the Ted Nugent. Uh, if anyone wants to get mellow, you can turn around and get the fuck out of here. You hear? Yeah. Uh, so then I, I was thinking, does it have something to do with getting mellow? But no, it's the Buffalo Springfield it's the Buffalo song. Springfield. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. And, uh, and basically great. the show's for old guys. If you haven't ga- gathered that. From Boy, it really guys. is. <laughs> it's, it's old and white, the show. I've had a couple networks tell me that. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, but they recognize that it doesn't have to be right. It mm. might be old and white in what you've done in the past, but you could easily. Oh, first absolutely. of all, you could be replaced. Yeah. I say this about shows I host. Replace me with a 22 year old kid. I, if that's what needs to happen. Or Steve Harvey. <laughs> or a 90 year old man does he need 18 shows now he apparently has 17 he's got to yeah. buy those 15 button suits somewhere yeah. uh, they understand that you could make it you could diversify that show in a heartbeat yeah it's the format yeah but I, want, I don't want anybody else to host it well then you're not going to sell it you know that I know okay. dude I'm, I'm in my 50s this is my last swing you yeah. know what I mean? Well, like I think all three swings have taken. <laughs> go back to the fucking dugout and let somebody else younger host it. Dude, let me clean off my cleats and step back in this Just fucking the, batter's box. This is the time where you step aside and you go, you know what? They're not wrong. I'm in my 50s. I'll produce it and I'll make money producing I this show. I stepped aside my whole fucking life. I've given up hosting gigs to Terry Bradshaw. Like, I don't right. want to fucking... He's better than you. <laughs> <laughs> he had a recording career. Really? Does he know who played saxophone on uh, fucking Lou Reed's Walk on the Wild Side? If anybody does, it's TB. It's the Brad, is it? Sure. All you right. gotta, You don't get to be... That's one of the things they ask you when they draft you to be a Steeler. The first thing they ask you is, <laughs> what do you know about the sax? Uh, he did play for the Steelers, right? Did I get I that did. right? I, I think he did, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I literally went in, I pitched a TV show to the old Reels Network. And they're like, first of all, you're not hosting it. Like, that was just point blank. Wow. I said, okay. He's like, we're thinking Terry Bradshaw. We're thinking. Who's thinking Terry Bradshaw in 2009? On a channel called Reels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're thinking. Well, I mean, did you end up selling it? No. But that, that I would have given to Terry Bradshaw. Even with no the Bradshaw problem. connection. Yeah, that would, have, that would have been, yeah. I think I think Reels went under, like, right after that meeting. Um or were they bought by somebody that changed their name, or did they just go under? They might have got. They might have gone under. Like half the net. Like I haven't started pitching. Sh- I, haven't, I took a break from pitching shows for a while, and so I went back out with this show. And all the shows I used, all the networks, they're not around anymore. Right. They're, and they might as well not be. I mean, Comedy Central might as well not be around anymore. It is interesting, as, right? They've got the what the two. Do they just have the two original shows at this point? Is that it? And I don't even know what the second one is. I was going to say. Yeah, there's <laughs> the Daily Show, and what else? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. What There's got to be something on Adult Swim. I was, I mean, they show a lot of Office reruns, like as I mentioned on before. On County Central. Yes, that's where we were watching our Office reruns on New Year's Eve, uh, waiting for uh, the midnight to strike. Oh, you didn't watch uh, Andy and Andy? Uh, we were flipping around a little uh, bit. Fake chemistry. <laughs> I, I, the kids had no patience for any of that stuff, like so we were just kind of like, okay, we'll watch some Office, and then we'll flip back when it's uh, you know nine our time, midnight Eastern. But yeah, I'm trying to remember what was being promoted on the i don't even damn i like i don't i and i used to like 
I kind of lived in the Viacom world forever, you know, Comedy Central, MTV, VH1, blah, yeah. blah, blah. None of those people. I like, I don't even know who to call over there anymore. And nobody's picking up anything, you know? And I'm not picking up your call. I know I'm that. I'm picking up my call. That's They're picking up happening. ridiculousness for 24 hours a day. Yeah, it is the same. Uh, <laughs> but to your point, like Comedy Central is just that. And uh, not even something I, I don't I don't I never even stopped there. Like, yeah. like yeah, yeah. Uh, it's interesting how it used to be nothing but uh, Wait, full is, of creative. Is South Park still on Comedy Central? That's, that's the second, the second one. one. There that's it is. the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, the thing is, is I, I see more. Well, you know what? I'm not watching cable, so maybe that's why I'm not seeing it. But South Park's all over Paramount Plus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they switch to that or if they're just. I think it's probably both, it. but yeah. It could be at both. You, you paying for Paramount Plus uh, monthly? You doing that? Uh, their monthly uh, fee that they're asking you for? Yes. <laughs> I guess that's Paramount Plus, right? The plus is the yeah, it's a it's a paid thing. Is the, the other thing. stuff is, but there is a free level to it, is there not? I don't know. I get mine free through a credit card. Oh, oh for Paramount, yeah, yeah, Peacock yeah. has a free level. Yeah, that's I what think. I'm thinking of Peacock. I don't think Paramount Plus does. Peacock's got like five levels, and it's infuriating because when I subscribed yeah. <laughs> to Peacock Plus, I'm like, well, okay, no ads. Well, no, you got to get Peacock Premium Plus or some bullshit yeah, to get you have no some ads. ads. Well, that's what Amazon yeah. Prime's doing now. You got to pay an extra three bucks a month to get rid of the. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I'm already paying you Prime. I'm Half going their back shit to cable. Ads, right? I'm paying just as much at this yeah. point. I think Disney Plus is up to fifteen bucks a month or yeah. something like that, and then Apple TV. I'm paying as much as I paid for cable. It's uh, it's getting stupid. So let me pay for that and not watch it. Yeah, because that's what I do now anyway. I think that Amazon's trying to push that freebie thing because if you go onto the freebie app now, it knows what you were watching on Amazon Prime. Is that right? But it will it will still insert ads. And I don't know if that three dollars will prevent the ads from showing or not. It hasn't so far. I don't. Oh, you're paying the three bucks. I I haven't started, but I agreed to because I don't like ads, and there are things. I, on d- I don't. I, I don't want. want my Matlock disrupted by uh, by ads. I really don't. Like, <laughs> why not? That's the retro vibe you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> like so, you know what? I'll tell you this: if they played retro commercials, I might be okay oh, with that. Would it. be amazing. Some oh, Virginia Slims commercials. Yes. <laughs> might so enjoy that. Candy. We should start sure. an ad agency that just makes. Commercials for new things the way that they made them in the 70s and 80s. That's just for those types of... And then insert them. Yeah. Doesn't that seem like uh, an Adam Scott Paul Rudd joint? (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't that seem like something they would do? Absolutely. Like, uh, hey, let's recreate this video. Mm -hmm. And then people are excited about it for usually 18 hours and then you never hear about it yeah. again yeah, yeah. right but for those 18 hours you cannot get away from people talking about they recreated a sticks video you just okay. described the entire funny or die business model yeah. <laughs> you're, like, you're like what if we made a like a fake movie of donald trump's uh, the art of the deal with johnny depp playing John- what why that could be a five minute video they made a whole movie of it Did they? i don't recall that yeah and i didn't watch it but it yeah a, I, I didn't last... know it existed but now i'm gonna watch it is will I... ferrell still involved in funny or die I don't know. I, I, know, I noticed uh, they broke up. Oh, they did? We yeah. do know that. Okay. Gary Sanchez, yeah, because Adam and Will do Adam not Falling out, yeah. right? Yeah, okay, it all remembers now. But I, I'm still foggy over COVID. Sure. Yeah. Did you just I, have it last week? <laughs> today. You guys have tested <laughs> okay, it more, so oh, suck no. it. Oh, boy, that seems extreme. <laughs> Stay home. Put a mask on, my man. I couldn't miss this. Sure you could. <laughs> that we would have welcome to oh. right? Yeah, oh. that, that's true. You're, you're welcome well, without having here. What do you mean you don't care? <laughs> then get out. Get hurt. <laughs> and scram. Uh, I'm still trying to remember. When they introduced Will Ferrell, uh, he was giving away a Golden Globe last night. 
they said producer of da da da, and it was like he's never seen that fucking show in his life. No, it was the movie May December. It was May, oh, it was May December. That's what right. I was like. You know the. Comedy made December <laughs> right, right. that they featured heavily in the Best Picture nomination. Did did you you watched it right? I did see There's it. There's not a second There's of comedy in that movie. Not a drop of comedy in it. It's, it is. Yeah. It, it's as serious as the bear. The bear, by the way, is, is is nothing but stress and drama. Right. Right. And made December is uh, nothing but stress and drama for it, uh, two hours. They it, said it's a great movie, but well, it's not a comedy. Is it, why is it in that category? Uh, Nominees for best comedy, and this is the clip they use. I don't understand why someone who's thirty-six years old want to have sex with a seventh grader. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious comedy, so funny. <laughs> okay, but where's the twist? <laughs> yeah, it uh, it's a it's a very good movie. Now I have a question. Yeah. Uh, now, are these categories? Are they going to run the gamut of the award season? Like, is it going to stay? Well, they don't. They don't separate them in other. The Oscars. Uh, the Oscars yeah, doesn't don't. separate them by drama or comedy. But the Emmys do, and the oh, Emmys okay. are now in January okay. this year, and so they're next week. Yeah, so that's this week. They better get a host. <laughs> uh, they, I, I heard Joe Coy's available. Day, only seven <laughs> oh, days. Oh, you know what happens at ten? Apparently, uh, not enough time. So yeah, apparently, it's not enough time, and his writers uh, sucked. Apparently, I have received a million emails. Uh, it's the only reason I'm bringing that uh, yeah. that I'm willing to discuss this. Okay. Okay. People asking me my opinion of that, okay. of what happened uh, at the at the Golden Globes. Now, look, we've been doing the show for 17 years. Mm-hmm. Has Joe Coy ever been here? No. Yeah, there's your answer. <laughs> not a fan. Okay. It's, uh, his comedy is not for me. For by by all accounts, he's a very nice man, but uh, comedically, it does. He is not my cup of tea. Sure. Um, I have hosted like I no, nothing on that scale, of course. But I've done. You've done many a corporate event. Where you're in front of a humorless group of people. Mm-hmm. I did the um, many many years ago. Uh, I did the not the commercial awards, whatever those are called. Uh, those have a uh, uh, Clio's, not the Clio's. It was the commercial industry awards. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Where they were, you know, awarding casting directors okay. and that sort of thing. And I hosted that, and that was rough. I ended up winning them over, but it still was rough because they're kind of they just want their fucking trophies. Yeah, yeah, and. If you don't get off on the right foot, even if you do, even if you do, you're you're fighting an uphill battle. So Joe and I even said this before it started because you know, look, we all have the dream of they don't have a host. Maybe the, maybe they right. maybe the, the guy in charge listens to never not funny. They'll call me, <laughs> but thirty people turned it down because it's a thankless job. Mm-hmm. That there's no positive to it. Right. And even if you do great, they're gonna pick they're gonna pick the one joke that didn't work and mm-hmm. they're gonna focus on that. So he's also not famous. He gets no. Yeah. Famous no grace. Grace. Yeah. To walk out and go, oh, there's there's Tina Fey. And Tina Fey's always been good, so it's a bad example, but uh, when she's hosted that. But yeah. she gets to come out and she has a little bit of uh, of leeway on the jokes. Maybe the joke's not a 10, it's a six. And then, but you go, it's okay. But if Joe Coy hits a six, and again, this is before anything happened. Yeah. If Joe Coy hits a six, he sucks. Right. Yeah. And so Joe comes out, nobody in the room fucking knows who he is. That's That was my big thing. And, and he didn't acknowledge that no one knows who you he gotta, is. You got to. Have to fucking do that now. Uh, first of all, you have to acknowledge it, like Nate Bargatze did on SNL. Yes. The first thing you got to do is acknowledge yeah. who the fuck am I and why am I here? Yeah, yeah. He did a great job initially of saying this is a dream. Right. I'm excited to be here. So making himself, you know, ingratiating himself to them, right. saying he's honored to be there, but also make some self-deprecating jokes that you don't deserve to be there. But I don't think that's in his. That's not in his wheelhouse. Also, then he just sound, he seemed like a Make a Wish kid. It was like it, <laughs> you, you love the Golden Globe so much, so the, what they gave it to you as a prize. By like, the way, why are who you here? Dream, who dream of hosting the Golden Globe? <laughs> of all, of, of all the awards, of all, this is the one. This is the my mom one, and I used to like, stay up late and one watch day. the Golden Globe. One could argue maybe that's the case because you're allowed to be freer 
Because remember the old days, they didn't wear tuxedos. There was a lot of tuxedos oh, last really? night. Yeah. It used to just be suits, and it mm-hmm. would laid back, and they'd get drunk, which yes. was Eddie, you know, Ricky right. Gervais's whole horseshit for yeah, years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... So my take is this. It's a hard fucking gig. Yes. Sure. He's got everything everything going against him. I mean, literally everything. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows him. Mm-hmm. It's a room full of people that don't like when famous people make fun of them. Yeah, they're not exactly known for their sense of humor right? in that room. Even yeah. when they're being, by Ricky Gervais, they did like, aha, but then they're secretly going, well, that's a little mean. Yeah, yeah. So here's this guy nobody knows, and he's doing it, and he's not really, the jokes weren't pointed enough, and in my opinion, and then, but my here's my big takeaway, and you've already alluded to it, you don't throw the writers under the bus, you fucking asshole. Yeah, I'm on your side. Joe, I'm on your side. I'm not a fan of your comedy, Joe, if you're listening to this. I'm not a fan of your comedy, but I'm on your side mm-hmm. until you do that. Now, I'll say this. He did it twice. The first time he did it, he said, uh, you know, the whole thing about I got the gig 10 days yeah, yeah. ago. What do you want? Um, you know, I didn't write all these. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. You could say, okay, he's trying to he's trying to save his face. He doubled down on it by saying, uh, you're only laughing at the ones I wrote. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, oh, man. That's and that's where I, that's where you don't, Joe, you've lost me. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like, I don't, I'm not a shit on somebody else kind of guy. No. I'm, I'm not really that, but yeah, that was, that was lame. I you also know? feel. And you also, you're coming in, you're coming in with excuses, ready to go. Right. And yeah. I think that's it, it a bad approach. like that was prepared. I think that's a bad <laughs> Also, approach. I'll say this, 10 days is, we used to do, and I'm, I'm by no means am I comparing it, right. you know. But when we would do running your trap at at mm-hmm. at, uh, at the UCB, mm-hmm. Mike Schmidt and I would write jokes the night before, and I would have seven Mike Schmidt written pieces of gold. Oh. Now, did I always deliver them great? No, because I didn't have a teleprompter, and I sure. would stummer stammer over them because I'm not a great cold reader. Too, there's a lot going on against right, me. Right. Uh, but if Mike Schmidt the night before can write seven fucking great jokes, well then Joe, you should be able to do that too. Not him, not Joe. Your crew yeah. should have been able to do Dude, that. Dude, ten days. Is enough. Just yeah, I've written enough television. Right? And I haven't written any award shows, I'll, but, but Danielle ten, does. Danielle ten, does. Yeah, Danielle does. And yeah. I was going to ask her about that. Like ten yeah. days is more than enough to write five minutes. If it's not enough time, jokes. hire twice as many writers. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you have to do. Yeah. That's, and you bring in because, like, again, you have these dreams, and uh, and as I think of, like, well, what if what if they did get you know come to me, and they're not, mm-hmm. they're not sure. Yeah. But what if they did, and it's like, well, first of all, I don't want it because. If this happens, you're fucking done. Yeah. The next day, and by the way, you and I have done this, Murray. You've done a show. Let's say you're in San Diego and you do a show and it doesn't go great. You go back to your hotel room alone and you feel like shit. And you're only grateful that it's like, well, the only people that saw were the people there. But you still feel like shit. He goes back to his hotel room last night knowing the country fucking hates him. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And how do you, you can't feel good about like, so there's no upside to being, to taking that kid. But if you did, you go, I go. Well, I, I, you know, I go to, I go to Josh Comer's. I go, I, I, you know, I go to Mike Schmidt, who I know right. can deliver. I go to, and then they're going to also give me their crew. Yeah, yeah. And get Blaine Capatch. Get you get Blaine. You go to Blaine Capatch. Mike Henry. You know, you get those. You know, these just you go to Lori Kilmartin. You yeah. go to these people. You go to Danielle Koenig. Yeah, yeah. People that do this, that yeah. write jokes for awards, that know how to do monologue style jokes. And if if I can get together a room full of those people, Joe certainly could. Certainly. Have. Yeah, yeah. And. I tell you what, if I'm bombing out there, I'm going to be so self-fucking-deprecating. That, right. that is my tool. Yeah, yeah. The last thing I'm going to do is blame them. I yeah, might yeah. blame the audience. Yeah. Oh, sure. I might get mad at them going, it's a joke, you fucking idiot. Like, I might yeah, yeah. do that. I yeah. might blame them because we're all guilty of that. But I, there's no way I'm blaming my crew. Yeah, yeah. Ever. Yeah. And that was, as a comedian, There's that's my takeaway on this whole thing is... Uh, uh, 
jokes funnier or not aside and any st- he's nervous and how i mean i can't i can't believe you didn't see his heart pounding through the jacket quite frankly <laughs> well, that's the other thing how could you not be he uh-huh. was nervous he wasn't an awards show robert host. de niro is three feet in yeah. front of you <laughs> there uh, every other person who won an award was nervous in front of those people because yeah, yeah. every so many people commented like this is a crazy like i got meryl streep here i got de niro here i got downey jr over there i got like oprah's right there like it's Taylor Swift is right there, like most famous person in the world right, right now, right. just all staring at me in a tiny. It's a, not a big room. It's a it's a banquet. Is it still hall. over at the Beverly? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just tables. It's not like a big theater where you're like, okay, I'm on stage and you're back there, and I yeah. can sort of just tune you out. But it's a corporate gig. Yeah, it really mm-hmm. is. It's a corporate dinner gig. They're all right there. That's why you need right there. You need to, <laughs> they the host needs to be. In the club, got to be in the club with the people that they're in front of. That's the only way it ever works. That's it's also that's my big. That's the big. That's my takeaway is he wasn't in the club. He was not in the club. They didn't know him, and yeah. that's already a huge strike against you yeah. because his job is to make fun of you, yeah. and they're going to yeah. be like, "Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. You don't make you haven't fun earned of my this. Multi- yeah, exactly. They're, 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 I mean, they were a bad audience, but they're right. He hasn't earned the right to make fun of De Niro to his but face. If, yeah, yeah. He, if he comes out and says that, like some people did that on the old roast on mm-hmm. Comedy Central. Like people that didn't know Chevy Chase, they would go, "Look, I don't know Chevy, but I'm here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Right. Like if you do something like that, like sure, I know sure. nobody here knows me, but you know the premise. Yeah. You know, the first five minutes is people getting roasted. So here we go. That's, that would be a smart way to do it, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Keep in mind, I'm the tenth person ask. Right. You know, like <laughs> let, let them know that I didn't know right. that until after the fact. Right. And I'm right. like, why are you not talking about that? Yeah. yeah. I got this ten days ago because I'm the ninety seventh person. Yeah, exactly. That they right. came because Ali Wong, who's nominated, yeah. turned it down. Hi, Ali. Thanks. Yeah. A lot right. of crashing and burning because then of you. yeah right. and then you got something to run with and then you, to that point you go and just think think about how far down the list it went if it's me yeah yeah right so here we go yeah. and then people are like ah okay he's in on it boom yeah. the crazy thing is like if they asked you I I would say do it because it's like you don't have anything to lose it's like it's just exposure I don't like, want to go I don't want to I don't want to go back to my house that night <laughs> <laughs> all right fair enough but like Joe Coy sold out Madison Square Garden he does have something to lose he also has the he's got a gig coming up at the forum yeah you know a sold out gig at the forum and he's got to go out there in front of those people yeah knowing that he bombed the bomb of bombs like, <laughs> right like he now in his mind maybe he thought I, this could be my springboard to the next level. Sure, absolutely. But what next by the level? same token, <laughs> well, like to get into movies and TV okay. and like he has a movie. His movie bombed it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so there you go. Listen again. I don't have a movie. Yeah. So I'm. Okay, I don't have I don't a movie. Have a movie I'm not bombed. selling I'm not, out the forum. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not. He's the only. I told Mary this. The, he's the only comic I know who doesn't just book a weekend. He books two weekends in a row. When right. he goes what? to Irvine, he does one weekend and the following weekend. Ugh. Huh, they're sold out, man. That's crazy, though. I know. Yeah. It's the only comedian I've ever seen do that. But now he doesn't have to do that because he's got, he felt, you know, he's doing stadiums. Yeah. He's doing venues. Yeah. And again, it is not my cup of tea at all. I'm glad he's found his audience. Sure. I mean, that's what we all try to do is find our audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe but, his audience doesn't give a shit about the Golden Globes and they're not mm-hmm. paying attention. So, but in terms of like, if you're, if you, if you think, hey, this is going to put me in front of a lot of new people, this could be my ticket. Of course. You got to nail it. And if you don't nail it, then it's like you just slammed the door shut mm-hmm. on that opportunity that was presented. It, uh, you know, again, this is not the same, but you know, 20, it's 22 years ago now when I did the Tonight Show. And it was not good, as, yeah. as I've spoken very publicly and openly about. Uh, you know, it, it, it was not what happened to that kid last right. night, that man. Uh, but it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. But luckily, there wasn't Twitter. There wasn't Facebook. Mm-hmm. There wasn't the Internet. You know, yeah. there wasn't the Internet that sure. we have today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it, 
yes, the people that watched it know I had a tough set, mm-hmm. but nobody else in the world did. Right. And it was only word of mouth. Oh, did you hear about Pardo? And that's and then, yeah, oh, fuck, yeah, Pardo's, you know, he's, he's, he's good. Who gave yeah, yeah, yeah. one bad set? This is the. This poor guy. Yeah. yeah. Plus, I feel like <clears throat> I feel like the journalists, especially like Deadline and Variety and all the inside rags, they kind of have to side with the stars too. Oh yeah. yeah. So they're gonna be a little extra mean yes. and a little extra. I, one of the headlines this morning was like, "Joe Coy blows." Like it's almost. <laughs> it was almost yeah. like, Come on, man. It, I mean, uh, again, I, I've met Joe a handful of times. I've probably seen his. Collectively, four minutes of his stand-up. I've right. got nothing. Oh, it's horrible. The guy. I, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not, again, I'm not a fan of his comedy. Okay, I don't. Like I said, I've never seen it. So it's, enough it, to say, it's not my bag. And and again, as I always say, there's somebody out there, other comics, other people that don't like my comedy. I mean, that just mm-hmm. that's just you know, it's yeah, it, it's Baskin Robbins. People yeah. like different flavors. Sure. Um, but I will say that uh, I also, as a guy that has hosted these things in the past, or hosted a corporate event, mm-hmm. and they don't really like you. You then, okay, here's the CEO. He's going to talk. You got to go back out, do a little joke and bring up the next person and they don't like you Mm. and you got to come out and be funny or be likable. So I felt bad for him then too. Every time he had to go back out there and he, and it was clear he's got dry mouth. He stubbers over all the jokes because he's in his head. He's had time to sit there. Yeah. yeah. I thought honestly, there's, I've seen plenty of award shows in recent years where the host does the thing at the top and then you barely see them again. Yeah. I thought that was how it was going to be. And I was like, I couldn't believe how many times. Like, why are you making him do this? Right? What the fuck? If I'm that guy, I'm back there going, have the VO guy do yeah, it. Just, yeah, totally. VO, yeah. VO guy is doing a lot of the heavy lifting already. Yeah. Have him do 100% Can't of it. Can't Margot Robbie introduce something, man? <laughs> right? And then also at the end, when he's saying goodbye, yeah. uh, as I said to Danielle and Alvaro, I go, not one person in that venue is hearing him. Right. Because oh, yeah. they're getting up and leaving. Right. And he's like, all right, and he's doing it just for camera. But even yeah. the cameraman's like, we're done. <laughs> Camera's moving away from him. But he had no, like, he, he had, like like you said, he had a minute to establish some sort of authority. And, and didn't. he didn't, didn't do it. So every other time, there's, I mean, there's always the case at these award shows. There's just chatter. But it, yeah, was, yeah. it was extra. Oh, there was it extra. Really was. No one was giving him the respect of even stopping to every. To even listen, stop to listen yeah. to him, like they were like, "Who fucking cares?" Just you know, keep it going. Yeah, I thought he, I thought he had a real swing and a miss. That's third baseball reference from me. Uh, well, you're a big with, fan <laughs> with the. Uh, with the Barbie movie joke. Oh, dude, that thing just... Just talk about tone deaf on that fucking movie. Well, you're, you're talking, the movie's about... Empowering women. And you're yeah. talking about her titties. Yeah. yeah. Like, what the And then fuck? also taking a shot at Oppenheimer when Killers of the Flower Moon is longer and boringer. Right. Like, it's <laughs> much slower. Like, Oppenheimer's long, but it moves. Like, yeah, yeah. You can't accuse it of being boring, but Killers of the Flower Moon is slow. Like, if you want to do that lame fucking tired joke about a movie being long... Do it uh, the longest goddamn yeah, yeah. movie. That's it wasn't even the longest movie. Yeah, so why? Agreed. Like it made no sense. Yeah. I only watched the monologue. I didn't watch the come the, the lamb back to the slaughter coming back. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it was rough. It was rough. Yeah, and uh, you know, it, 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 look the. As I'm getting older, I'm, I'm getting, I'm enjoying award shows less and less. Admittedly, um, I used to love them. Yeah, and, yeah. And now it's just like, I, and I used to get, I used to get mad at people that would say just famous people slapping themselves on the back. Yeah. Like, eh, starting, to like starting to feel well, like the that. Thing, yeah, I think the older you get, the more you're like the I, I was very invested in what would win or lose when I was younger because I would watch all the movies and I felt strongly about my opinion and now I'm just like it doesn't I don't doesn't yeah. matter to me and it, it matters to their careers and that's fine but I it doesn't 
it's just like it all just feels like the more you see them the more they're like this is the same every year yeah. kind of i think you know i wonder what you just said made me think of something i wonder if i cared more when i had a day job because and i think i wonder if people hmm. the flyover states enjoy yeah. award shows because they get to, they go to work tomorrow or today. talk about it they and, talk about it oh that's what we're doing right now or they <laughs> they get ready for the award show what do you think is going to win best picture yeah. it's like now it's, it's also an escape it has nothing to do with their lives so it's like fun but like you know, we know people who are, you know, well, your, your wife is one things. And, and you know, the, it's like when you're kind of in the business, which I consider myself kind of in it and mostly not in it. Like that's <laughs> that you, you're you're looking at it differently, you know, or you don't disagree at, with it. You're looking at a comedian who not long ago was like beneath you in the pecking order. You know what I mean? And you're watching him get an opportunity you never got. And it's like you can't just watch sit back and enjoy it. You're like, I'm going to be critiquing this well, in my but, mind but let's say this i have no bitterness at joe Cole. no no sure. i know that's again not, it's just comedically it's, not my cup of tea right. but i i truly am not watching it going that it, should be me but it's still your it's still and your i don't think business. you're watching to hope him that he loses either. ever right no, yeah i'm not any, ever. i don't care you can be the biggest Which dick comic what? up there i'm not gonna hope for you to lose oh i could think of a couple names I <laughs> oh really <laughs> yes but it's still Is different table? what's that is he at this table <laughs> at the moment no it's it's still like the the thing of uh you know, you're not leaving. You're, it's it's part of your work. You're watching a comedian do comedy. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're watching a special on Netflix, you can't just go. I'm going to sit back and enjoy this. You can try, but you're still like having a comedian. Sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. sure. View of it. And that's different than, you know, John and accounting just being like, oh, it's a good time. You mm-hmm. poke some fun at some famous people. And I'll but, tell you what's wrong yeah, with award shows. What's that? The hosts. And no, not just Joe Coy. I went to an awards show last year. Last, yeah, about this time last year, award season last year. And the host, I had no idea who the fuck he was. I had no, he was on some show. He was a singer, dancer. I had no idea who he was. And it was horrible. Billy Crystal came out and presented for five minutes and lit that fucking place on fire. You know, Murray, I was going to say what happened last night and what's happened in the past with that, you know, with that Jeff Probst debacle and all mm-hmm. that stuff and, the, and Anne Hathaway that year that stunk. Is it just puts a spotlight on how great Billy Crystal, yeah, and Ellen yeah. and Whoopi, and now Jimmy Kimmel, yeah, like the, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy's flawless. In, Jimmy's in great, opinion. but Jimmy's still lacking that oh, I, showmanship. Oh, I I, listen, I'm a you. huge fan of Jimmy's. I, 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 big fan of Jimmy Kimmel's. Um, but I, I, he's missing. Like Crystal had music and a, you know, and sure, and, d- 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 different you know energies. I, mean? I hear what yeah, you're yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think I think Jimmy is flawless, and I think I think he's, he's, he's listening does a great job. He's as good as Johnny Carson ever was at mm-hmm. it. I think he really knows his voice and how to do it. And he walks out. Second, he walks out there. First of all, they know him. Yeah, yeah. and he's and he's got confidence. Mm-hmm. Yes, and um, he's their friend. Like, he's that, their friend. That's what's interesting is like Billy Crystal was an actor like yeah, he's yeah. a comedian but he's like they he's in big movies like he's at their level professionally mm-hmm. jimmy kimmel is more like carson where it was like i am respected for my position in this world mm-hmm. which is i interview you and let you promote your movie and and but everybody feels like genuinely buddy buddy with him even yeah. if that's not the sure. case so you, he has that credibility joe coy not to beat up even <laughs> further but it's like i literally it literally felt like Everybody had a question mark balloon above their mm-hmm. head when he walked out. Like, Which again is why you you have you to acknowledge it. that. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And then you address it, and then people are put at ease. Yeah, it's just crazy to think that Martin Scorsese knows Joe Coy. <laughs> you know, <it's laughs> don't make him uncomfortable. It's the, that is why he didn't make fun of that movie because they are friends. Oh, okay, well that's they, that's they, yeah, surprising. They're, they're, they're brunch buddies. Uh, okay, wow. Brunch. Yeah, we're oh. going to brunch. Yeah, Marty so. loves brunch. Marty, Marty loves brunch. Loves it. Marty, Marty's eyebrows, by the way, uh, in check last night. Did he trim them? Yeah, they were oh, not. Uh, they were not bananas last night. Oh, does he night. have a? 
wild Oh, he's eyebrows? got bananas eyebrows. Oh, really? Oh, You've never noticed that? I know. I know. <laughs> oh, how could you not? Oh. Of course, Marty wishes that Fran Leewoods had hosted. Uh. <laughs> that was the only way to make him happy. Of course. <laughs> By the way, the other thing was that Joe Coy missed, the, uh, and it, I don't know if this was him or the writers, you know, there was that controversy over uh, uh, Bradley Cooper's nose being too big yeah. in Maestro. If you watch the movie, it's not. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, Did he have a fake nose? Yeah. Okay. It, there, but it's it's it doesn't. If even... you look at side by side with Bernstein, it's it's identical. Yeah. And uh, he made a bunch of jokes about it about it being humongous, and it's like that was a story six months ago. Right. And it's not even there's it's not based in reality. It's mm-hmm. not true. And so we're making yeah. a bunch of jokes about how big this nose is, and it's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is like. You got to be a good sport when you're in that audience. But like Bradley Cooper would have every right to be annoyed by that because it's like, dude, we moved past that. And now the movie's going to stand on its own or not. Right. So I think it does, by the way. I I very much. I watched it. it, I watched it yesterday. And he's amazing. Like both him and Carrie Mulligan are unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't like it. I'm not going to watch it. Are you sure? Because you're checking your phone in a little bit. I apologize. My phone is blowing up right yes, now. Yes, but maybe uh, you put it on uh, on pause. Maybe you turn it off. I got I got yelled at by Richard Kind on this very show for looking at my phone in the middle of uh, a conversation. Oh. So my question is, why is it happening now? Uh, well, I hope nobody's dying. That's why I checked. Wow. Hmm. Played the death card. I, I did. Yeah. I, did. I had nothing else, man. Because <laughs> you know you're wrong. I know. You know you're wrong. I did mouth a sorry, though, when I checked it. Did I not? Nobody saw that. I did it to you. Did you? <laughs> I was you doing your fucking doing camera. camera. <laughs> what are you doing? That made me very uncomfortable. Just enjoy. Just enjoy the the, the, the speaking of pauses. The pause in his uh, talking. That's so a, that we you, could. You, you bring up a good. Point. In fact, if you want to play Candy Crush, go ahead. <laughs> oh, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> You're no longer my least favorite person here. Oh, why are you? Why are you letting, by the way, you, you came in when you came in in the break. Yeah. You and you and Elliot had some weirdness and uh-huh. for comedy, I assume. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like you guys have you guys have a, a brush up that I don't remember or something off site. Do we want to talk about it? Yeah, what happened? Well, this motherfucker. Story. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> so I go to see Pop Culture. Yes, huh? Mm-hmm. Right, that's the name of it. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Accurate so far. Excellent game show, by the way, Jimmy. You do a smashed up job. Thank you very much. Uh, Spe- speaking of good hosting. Yeah, speaking of good hosting, and uh, I yes, so I don't need to blow smoke up your ass. Thank you very much. Uh, I go, me and the aforementioned Mike Schmidt, mm-hmm. right? It was the one in Los Feliz, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've been a couple times. All right. Um, the Lyric Hyperion Theater. The Lyric Hyperion Theater. And I'm oh, s- you're, oh, come on. <laughs> Is it this horse shit? Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Explain it. <laughs> oh, well, thank you with the encouragement of the host. Yeah. Okay, we got 20 minutes to kill. <laughs> So he, well, man, I'll tell you. Yeah, I don't know the story. <laughs> okay. Check your phone. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Elliot, right? That's yeah, me. That's yeah. Elliot's really nice to me all night. Really? Hey, how are you? Nice to see you. All that shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling really good because it's nice to be, you know, people be nice to you. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And then how did you break it to me? Did you tell me out front or? No, I, I think, I think what happened was I, I, I tried to get your attention. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's a very busy night, doing a lot of stuff. And I said, "Hey, hey, Bruce." He thought I was your fucking manager. <laughs> now, in Bruce, my defense, in fairness, neither of you shut up. 
<laughs> Maybe that's what it is. He only inter- he only sees people by the volume of words coming. Yeah, out of it mouth. could be that. Oh, that guy won't stop talking. That must be Bruce. Oh, dude, I don't look at anything like Bruce. No, no nobody's you, saying you do. You don't. No, that's a nobody crazy. Do. You're also 20 years younger. Like you're yeah, much yeah. younger than Bruce and taller. I probably got like two feet on that guy if I remember uh, correctly. Two feet is well, two feet seems insane. I, I'm honestly, I've only seen Bruce twice in my life. Two, two, once two, when he passed on in '97, and then once at pop culture. In, uh, in my defense. Height was not going to enter into it because you were sitting most of the time. Okay, and and I'm going to argue that from a distance, if you don't remember that Bruce doesn't have a lot of hair, they have similar facial features, not See, not I identical. Don't, I don't think so. No, I think you're nobody's think on your, your face side is, on this one. You, <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. you have a different shape face. Yeah, well, they, yeah, yeah. They, by, by the way, way out of a long pointy you, nose. This is this is Joe Coy all over again. I'm on your side about everything. Ninety nine percent of the story, I'm on your side. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no. So, yeah. so what? No, their faces are not. That's quite an insult. Uh, well, I don't, know, I don't know who. Quickly. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I'm assuming Bruce is. You get. You're still working with Bruce, right? Bruce yeah. has been my manager Forever. now since 1995. Oh, that's why he didn't pick me up. His roster was full in '97. <laughs> he was. I can tell you what. We, <laughs> yeah. Plenty of white dudes. I'll tell you that. <laughs> we only had Bill Dwyer. You weren't gonna. Uh, is Bill still with him? Yeah. I went. I hung out in Vegas with Bill a couple weeks ago. Is that right? Yeah. You know. You know. He moved to Vegas, right? I got to be honest, I did not know that. Oh, okay. Um, live BattleBots. They're doing live BattleBots. Yeah. And wow. they called him and said, why don't you come host this live event? I got to be honest with you. I've, I've, never, I've, I've never heard news that makes me happier. Yeah. Because uh, Bill was unclear on what was going to go on for the rest of his life. Oh. And he was only 50. It came at such a great time. And he moved awesome. there. He's got a great... I went and I, I hung out with him all weekend. We played some poker. I went to see U2. I checked out his BattleBots thing. It's, it's great. Oh, it's, good for him. Yeah, yeah. It's good really for, good. That's, that's outstanding. Good yeah, for yeah, Bill. Great. And I like Bill a lot. He's a good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for Bill. Yeah, All right, they, so you want to get back to apologizing? Yes. So, so here's the thing. Which, by the way, I don't think you need to do. I, <laughs> I just blew it for some reason in my brain. The, there was there was some overlap. Yeah. I'm not going to make an excuse. I've tried to, but you're not letting it happen. Um, <laughs> but there was some That's kind of overlap. Basically, I I just saw some colors, and I thought I saw Bruce. So wait, what, that's all. what happened after you said, hey, Bruce, um, did Murray go, I'm Murray. Like, what? what, what? I, I don't, th- I don't think so. I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm Murray. Murray. <laughs> I didn't know that I had made the error, I think, till after the show. And I think Danielle was the one who maybe told me. Uh, I believe uh, Danielle and myself uh, let you know because Murray uh, was offended mm-hmm. and wouldn't shut up about it. <laughs> so <laughs> so now, did you immediately know he meant Bruce Smith or did you just think he called you the wrong name? I thought he thought I was the lead singer of Iron Maiden. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's a compliment. At first, I was excited. And yeah. then I realized, oh, no. Again, I have a foot on that guy, too. You think you're taller than Bruce Dickinson? I think he's a... I think he's, a uh, uh, he's a pilot. You can't be <laughs> tiny and be a pilot. Is that not true? Those are tall men. I would go the opposite direction. I would think you'd want a small pilot. Not in a, on a jet. If you a kamikaze, you certainly want a tiny pilot. <laughs> or, a, or a Piper and, Cub. And not yeah. if you're contradicting your boss's comedy premise. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Let's go that route. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. <laughs> but, and again, sort of in my defense, Murray, how many times have we met prior to that? four five tops in a moment like we never had a conversation and and that's about the same number of times that i met bruce i'm gonna again i, I i'm an outside observer here yeah, yeah. okay you are not wrong here <laughs> i made a mistake <laughs> you made a mistake yeah, yeah, yeah. you called the person by the wrong name yeah. and then oh i'm sorry and murray I, and, I did and a, then that's the fucking end of and it and then i did not, no, not I according think, to murray I don't think that's the end of it thank you for I, but as soon as i found out about it as soon as i found out about it i tried to apologize and make light of it is that not true 
Uh, I don't remember. I've held it. I've held it. I've held on to this for so long. I, in my anger, I don't even remember how it went down. I've just been decided to be mad at you for the rest. Of All right. Life. Well, I mean, that's yeah. your choice. Yeah, yeah. You are but, wrong. But hold on. But here's the thing. No. No. Here's listen, to Mr. Pardo. Okay. He didn't get my name wrong. He got my essence wrong. <laughs> okay. Look, okay. this is it wasn't like, who are you, Dane Cook? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like, hey, Marty. Oh, it's Murray. Oh, right. It was, hey, different person altogether. No, well, I was trying to figure it, out who would be at that table. Yeah, I didn't see Mike Schmidt, honestly. I didn't even realize he was there, which is a weird thing to say. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, well, who in my brain could that be? Oh, I bet it's Bruce. Now he's blaming it on Danielle. Is that right? Here's no, no, the no, thing. No, the reason there. why I asked if you do like if you understood why he called you Bruce or whatever is because I think there was a you would have had to lie, but you there, you had a good out. You you could have just said, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I thought you were Bruce Greenwood, <laughs> who's a very good looking actor. He's a good looking actor, Bruce Greenwood. And he's oh, not. You, you've seen Bruce Greenwood. You, you do kind of look like him. Honestly, I had a Bruce Gre- Greenwood vibe, to especially him. like the hair and the the you know from the back. I think you could pass for Gr- Bruce. Greenwood. The singer? No, oh, that's Lee Greenwood. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look Who's up Bruce Greenwood. You're going to be very happy with this oh, comparison. Okay, yeah, you are. Oh, come out a little uh, better. And then everybody okay. feels good again, and it's yeah. and the the moment has passed. Or oh, I'm sorry, the lighting was off. Oh, it was in a dark place. Yeah. Oh, blah well, blah you blah. Were. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say he this. could have said that. Murray, here's what I'm going to say about this. It, 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 and again, my my job on this uh, show has, for years has been to shit on Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> but but I call it as I call it. <sighs> for reasons to this second, I don't understand. When it comes to pop culture, the game show, uh-huh. uh, Elliot has been hired to be the light and sound tech guy, mm-hmm. which, by the way, does a great job. Thank you. Which he does. Yes. But meanwhile, he's also asked to go out and build the podiums. He's asked <laughs> to go and run and get props. Mm-hmm. Hey, can you go right? So his head is scattered in a million yeah. different places. Mm-hmm. And if he calls you by the wrong name, it's not an insult to you. He's just got so much going on. Because, again, in my opinion, Elliot Hochberg should show up. Hey, Elliot's here. He walks to the sound booth, and we don't see him till after the show. That's what his job should sure. be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead, he's asked to do a million things. And, and I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to be helpful and part of the team. I'm glad you are, because I, I think it's ridiculous <laughs> that you are asked to do that much. Mm-hmm. So I think, uh, especially at the Lyric Hyperion, where things were a little uh, not as uh, controlled as they are now with the yeah. UCB, uh, it was banana times. And I think it was either the first or second time we'd been there, so yes. there was some extra... Uh, challenges and I, w- I remember running around a bunch because yes. there were some things that had to be fixed. Somewhere. So Murray, I say, get all off I hear ass. is excuses, Garen. All I hear is excuses. <laughs> Boy, this guy's tough. His, His name's boy. Garen, by the way. <laughs> it's not Judy Marmel. <laughs> Why would it be Judy Marmel? I was thinking of another manager. <laughs> what a crazy. <laughs> That's a good pull. Okay, <laughs> you're talking about gazillionaire Judy. Gazillionaire, Marmel. fucking modern That's day me. Bernie Brillstein. Yeah, she really is. Yeah, good, yeah. good for her. Yeah, man, good for fucking her. She man. works. She built from nothing. Mm-hmm. That's sincere. She. Her management company went from nothing, mm-hmm. uh, just to having a couple clients, and then uh, you know yeah. ended up with some of the biggest. Yep, and yep. good for her; she's a nice lady. As is her husband, Steve Marmel, mm-hmm. who's also brilliantly funny. Name checked on Cat Williams' interview. Steve Marmel was yeah, yeah, but not in a bad way. I think he's. I think he was one of the positive things. He really? Said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like this is really all inside baseball and comedy. I apologize. Yeah, that uh, that Cat Williams thing was uh, interesting. He, he, did you see this? No. Oh, he went after. Uh, some of it accurate, by the yeah, way. Yeah, like he went most after of the some stuff people. Tracks from what mm-hmm. I and I've worked with a few of those guys right. for various degrees. Most of that tracks. Like I don't think he was literally. I don't think he was shitting on everybody like he was saying. That said, why? 
Yeah, that's true, too. Says a guy that's made a living doing it on this show, but I, <laughs> but I also talk positively. And, yeah. Uh, what was he? He wasn't doing it for humor, though. He was... No. Was, well, if, it was well that's it. You do it for humor. I that's for a humor. difference. And he was on there, and he was just laying down the it was like It was almost like, give me a name, and I'm going to give you my opinion on that guy <laughs> with no humor whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And boom, 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 boom. Yeah. That feels like a guy who's been holding on to it for a long time, yeah. and it was just like, I fuck it. I'm just yeah. going to... I'll tell you this. Again, Cat Williams is not my cup of tea comedically, <laughs> but I will tell you this. I, I did a show in Montreal at the Montreal Comedy Festival, the Just for Last Comedy Festival, and Cat was on the show, and Cat spent his entire set yelling at the industry for coming in to see him when they already know him. And he's like, you know me. Get the fuck out of here. Come back and see the people whose names you don't know so you can make them a star. And I have nothing but respect for a guy taking his set, the time out of his set to do that. Because he's right. Yeah. Why are you all, we gotta go see Cat. You know, you're here to yeah. see new talent. Yeah, yeah. Do your job. Yeah. You, you know what Cat does. And good for him for calling mm-hmm. it out. And by the way, having the confidence to do that, knowing it's not going to blow up in his face. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that said, has he really made it? I don't know. I mean, we all know his name. He's, but he's he got 12 Netflix specials. makes a lot of money really? on the That's road. That's what he said. He's got 12 Netflix specials. Oh, boy. That's all I know. I don't know. Uh, so he, he anyway, he gets my respect yeah. uh, from the, just that seven minutes alone yeah yeah. i think uh, he sells out stadiums too though right i like, think he does he doesn't need uh, yeah i think he's got a pretty good he's all set yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah got a pretty good career. i do like his voice his voice makes me laugh and that's <laughs> yeah. maybe he'll host the golden globes next year <laughs> um it's not a bad idea i'm gonna say that they will go no host next year <laughs> or they will make this mistake of bringing ricky gervais back or they'll make the mistake of for. doing it again <laughs> like who get no, out of all the bullshit award ceremonies and they're all bullshit unless my wife is nominated for one <laughs> uh, or, or my wife is writing on them yeah yeah there you go uh that's the bullshit of the bullshit that's the that's it, the one that is based not, off of nothing but it's it's and it's not even what it was anymore. right right like I just they read changed that I, I didn't even realize that i i guess i missed the whole thing where they dissolved the h so the hollywood yeah. foreign press is yeah. gone which was like 12 people or something like that 120 yeah. maybe it was a it was a very low Putting number a zero of on there to, yeah to I, I, apparently i'm elliot and i just want to just miss your low <laughs> no, number no, for that's humor fine. that's fine uh but but so but what I haven't figured out is, so then who is voting now? Is it all press? Is uh, it like, if that's, then that's just the, uh, they do another award show that it's just, oh, it's the Critics' Choice Awards. That's what that is. So why do you need, oh. just merge these two yeah, things? Yeah, yeah, Does yeah. that happen? This feels like, I know Dick Clark Productions took it over. Yes. So yeah. it feels like it's a, it's a TV a production in search of an actual thing <laughs> like it it's the american music awards right for tv and yes movies. which yeah. is just another made-up thing like the grammys are and the emmys and the oscars and the tonys are actual bodies of their union they're mm-hmm. just people getting together going yeah we're all in this industry together we pay our dues and we're going to decide who was yeah, the yeah. best but hey i had another idea that i want to mention because this has nothing to do with uh, but believe it or not, it's not about shitting on Joe Coy some okay. <laughs> uh, um, When I was watching Maestro, I had this idea that I think is a good idea, and I'm going to share it. I like to hear it. Um, why can't more than one person win Best Actor? Like, what the fuck different? If you think three people were outstanding, that's, just give three Oscars. That's why they're a shrug. That's why, the, 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 to me, that's why it's insane. Like, why yeah. Why are we having those three people? Because, like, I love P- Paul Giamatti in The Holdovers, but I also think Bradley Cooper, if he's not going to win for this, wh- then what? what the fuck would he ever win for? Because he was unbelievable in that movie. Yeah, unbelievable. you'd have to change the title, and they already engraved the statues. <laughs> right? Bestest? I, Actor? I just think what do, what do you put there? Best-ish? You know when you're you know when, you know when you vote uh you know for president and governor oh, never. I don't do that anymore. Okay, well, there's the thing where you have to the there's the the judges 
and you just right. go just say yay or nay to these judges <laughs> that's what the oscars are that's what they should all be like you just say yay or nay to to bradley cooper mm-hmm. to paul giamatti and then if four people get an oscar that year great and if another next year only one person was good enough then that's fine i mean there's been ties in the past right yeah but has there been but ties? very rare i know there's been nominated from the same movie but has there been ties? i think there has been I, I don't i don't think it was i don't know if it was actor but i don't, I know, like I don't know if that, it was okay. either but i, I kind of feel like maybe there was a supporting actor once or something I, six I, times six oscar times what races resulted in a tie okay um <clears throat> Uh, 1932 Best Actor Frederick March That's the one you're thinking of (laughs) And Wallace Beery For The Champ All right. Uh, Best Documentary Short Subject I guess we could Probably skip that one Best Actress In 1969 Who was it? Catherine Hepburn For Lion in Winter And Barbara Streisand For Funny Girl Now see Who's mad at that? Like the award show wins Because you got Two fucking stars Now you get twice As many things happening That you wouldn't have Mm -hmm. All right. what else You got Karen? Uh, 1987 Best Documentary Artie Shaw Time's All You Got And Down and Out In America Okay. okay. 1995 best short film. It's, uh, Get to the ones that people. Uh, nobody cares. Best sound editing. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was like 2013. I think that Streisand and and uh, Hepburn is going to be the only one that, that is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but I'm involved in the sound editing. <laughs> <laughs> well, Barbara knows how to do that. She's she in the gets, studio. Dude, what can't she do? Well, yeah. You read her book, dude. You can read it uh, 400 pages. Uh, 400. Pages. Is it 400? It might even be more than that. It's banana times huge. Four hundred pages. Yeah, and one chapter, one chapter alone is about Walter Matthau. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> really? That's how much. Apparently, everybody in the world hates Walter Matthau. Really? She so oh. hates him. She dedicated a full chapter to him. What? Really? Huh. Yeah. Apparently, he was horrible to work with. Oh, that's, oh, a, that's a shame. Yeah. yeah, that's what I hate about those books. <laughs> or you know, hey, you, you, you like so and so? Well, guess what? They He's suck. a dick. He's a dick. Like I don't, I don't want to. I'm not friends with him. I want to enjoy his body of work. Right? Yeah. I don't want to hear he's a dick. That's the thing. Like the more you hear about Chevy Chase, it's like you can't like. I, I can't even like watch Fletch anymore. Like, I mean, I can, but you you get my premise of. Yeah. Ah, but I know that I know. Literally, there's not one person that worked with this guy and walked away going, I had a great time. Yeah, yeah. Not one. We just started watching Community, and my son just started watching it. And Chevy Chase did a pratfall on an episode last night and got a huge laugh out of my kid. Right. And I was like, I tried. I'm like, that's what he was known for back in the day. And my dad, my kid was like, shut up, Bruce. I don't want to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Then you went out to your sad studio in the back and I sat alone. We used to have a show out here. It's not. Oh. It's sad. <laughs> um, I will say this, uh, by the way, uh, uh, and again, I want to be very clear with uh, all the joke about Joe Coy. Mm. I was on his side yeah. Sure. Yeah, until yeah. he threw the I writers under the bus. Yeah, and yeah. Um, no, I, I root for the, I, you know, when someone comes out, especially when. I want them to be funny. Not, no, yeah, yeah, I want to sure. see a funny thing. And I also, yes. I want, it would be fun if someone came out and they, 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 no one knows who he is. Could or you she imagine? Is, and then they blow their, they blow the roof off the place. And it's like, fucking great. We just get, saw this guy become a star. That's right. awesome. Yeah. You know, you need, you need somebody. And now, obviously, Monday morning quarterbacks here. You need somebody who doesn't give a shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think Joe Joe gave a shit and I think you would give a shit and I think I would mm-hmm. give a shit. Oh, I certainly would. And you need somebody you need like but I'm going to th- throw out an obscure name here, but you need like a Brian Holtzman. Do you know who that is? I don't. He that is, is this, very obscure. Yeah, and he <laughs> is just... a notorious comedy store uh comedian and he closes out the Saturday night show every okay. night, and he just goes up and destroys and has no like he just doesn't care. I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, yeah. I'm not a comedy store guy. So but yeah, yeah. But that. I'm just saying you need somebody like that. You need somebody who does, you need a at your base, but not your base. You know, yeah, I mean, that, that was his care. attitude. It was yeah, like, yeah. Hey, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And, but he had the career that people, a, he was, he was in the club and B, 
he he didn't need it so it's right. like he genuinely didn't give a shit because it's like i've got office money go fuck yeah. yourselves so it's like <laughs> what, what are you gonna do to yeah, me yeah but he says he's not in the club but he is Oh, he's, oh he's you know what I mean? He likes to be like, oh, may, I'm not in the club, but I'm in the club. He may have, he may have, although he may not be anymore. He may have annexed himself from the club by just being a terrible person. But like <laughs> yeah. that, that's he's I, not in my club. I kicked him out. But it, out at the time, at the, at the time that he was doing that show, yeah. he was definitely, everyone loved him. Oh yes. It was, uh, you could, with the, the second they would he'd walk out, they'd have huge smiles on their yeah. faces. Like here he is. Because he was good for a couple of years. Agreed. I thought he, then he got tired. Yeah. It, it, it he did the same with his comedy career. It was like, you're leaning too much on this one thing that really is only fun Can when it's you in moderation. I'm saying this, right? Yeah. And it's like, oh, you, oh, you're holding a glass of beer. How oh, novel! How, fucking, <laughs> how interesting. Yeah. Um, Very right. interesting. Uh, yeah. What? Well, I just want on, man. Put a button on this. <laughs> Cannot stress enough. I'm trying to move on. Oh, I, well, I apologize. You did come back to it, and it made me want to ask: uh, Is the audience for the Golden Globes? Do they want to have a good time? Because they, they know what the theory they is. They used to because they used to get drunk and right. then everybody was having fun. But right. I th- like I read one thing this morning that they were saying like it, it seemed like even the crowd like the crowd seemed sober and that was part of the problem. <laughs> they did, that's, that's what I'm saying. There, there were too many tuxedos. That was never yeah. the vibe um, of the Golden Globes. Yeah. Mm. They were ta- they were taken as seriously as the Oscars. Right. Yeah. Mm. And I, I, maybe for the Oscars, the Oscars is an open bar, but they shut it down during the taping. Oh. Okay. So, and maybe, you've been to the Oscars. I've been to the Oscars several times, and so, um, so maybe they're doing that now. Hmm. They're shutting down the bar, yeah. and didn't Jim Jimmy Kimmel used to have an open bar? And when he first started, and they had to shut that they down. They shut that down mm-hmm. quick. Yeah, and and I think maybe they're doing that. They're shutting that because it doesn't look like the party atmosphere it used to be. Yeah. They, although they tried to on the inside out of the commercials. Look at these guys. Look at the camaraderie here. <laughs> look at these two competitors chatting. Right. Yeah. Look at this guy with an accent. Right. Um, Just for people who might be wondering, Murray, your wife is a costume designer. She's worked with the uh, Cohen brothers many times. I also do sound on the Oscars. Oh, wow. Sound editing. <laughs> sound, editing. sound editing. Okay. Well, <laughs> did you ever uh, tie with someone for winning an award? <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because I still am mad about it. Yeah. Uh, was it Elliot? <laughs> it was Elliot. <laughs> yeah. My wife's a costume designer. Yeah. So she's been so she's, a couple times. And she's, has she won? No. Not an Oscar. Su- the Susan Lucci of costume design. She's yeah. on her fourth crazy right and and she's always nominated for things like well she's gonna win yeah you're like well that obviously this will win yeah yeah, yeah. but there's always some fucking like live action alice in wonderland that's up there and uh they hog all the old as she says the the costumes with the most material the most fabric wins (laughs) (laughs) and i'm friends with the sound editor who says the same thing the loudest movie always wins oh Oh. it does why, yeah, did you, yeah. why did you point at Garen when you said that? Because he mentioned sound editing earlier. Yeah, he's and he might be times. the only one in the room I like. He's anymore. our go-to. <laughs> oh, oh, because he brought, yeah, okay. Really? Yeah, of that's, all the people, that's how. That's how. That's how far. That's fine. Good for you, Garen. Makes sense. It's an honor. Oh, thank you, you Garen. Garen deserves. You're welcome. It. Thank you very much. Uh, all right, you know what time it is? <laughs> <laughs> it is time for. <laughs> Don't forget, if you're giving CPR, that is the beat you want to yeah. use. Uh, oh, that's right. That's the BPM. I, I, can I mention how excited I am for this section of the sure. show? Okay. Go ahead. You know, as, as a fan of the show. Yes. I listen to the show. Thank you. Um, and I've never played this. Oh. I'm always on the one that doesn't. We, this. You're usually on the one that has <laughs> the initials, the, the, the initial game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, get, guess uh, the letter game. Who, yeah. Who, who, whose yeah. name it gives with, you know, name yeah. an actor. And once or, again, you had the initials MV. 
And uh, Elliot guess, didn't guess me last time I was on here. I, <clears throat> at some point, it just doesn't come off as funny. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes off as pathetic and petty. Oh, I, I'm on my last swing, Jimmy. This is, this is <laughs> that's it. What, this that's is what I heard. It. I'm on my last swing, man. This is it. And then I retire. Uh, all right. Here's your topic, guys. And again, uh, right. Murray, you know the drill. You use the uh, available numbers from the back there. Okay. New Year's traditions. Oh, all right. New Year's traditions. Tradition. And any one of these, I can wager. Yes. Yep. Any of right. That is correct. And please alert me to when you uh, do have your... Elliot's got his in there. Don't, don't show anybody I'm yet, not, Murray. I'm not. Keep it yourself. Uh, I still have to, Wait, New Year's traditions? New Year's mm-hmm. traditions. Okay. Garen, you're in? I am in. Garen am is in. in. Elliot's in. Murray is in. I am Locked in. and loaded, sir. Uh, very good. And uh, Matt, you're in. I, I am in, yes. All right. Here's your question. In New Year's traditions, uh, to ring in the new year, New York drops a ball. Georgia drops a giant orange, mm. but Pennsylvania drops what? Oh. To ring in the new year, New York drops a ball. Georgia drops a giant orange, but Pennsylvania drops what? We'll get to the answers. We'll go around the horn. We'll do all that when we come back right after this. Hey, gang. Matt here with some dates for you. Murray Valeriano is on Instagram at Murray V. He's also at the Improv on the 20th of January hosting his game show for what it's worth. It's a rock and roll game show. It's super fun. If you're in the Hollywood area, go check out uh, for what it's worth. Jimmy Pardo is hosting also a game show, Pop Culture. You know all about that show. On the 13th of January, that's coming up this weekend, at the UCB Theater in Hollywood, uh, Sarah Silverman, Al Madrigal, and Blaine Capatch are the guests. Uh, Sounds pretty amazing to me, so definitely uh, get your tickets if you haven't already. Check that out. And then Jimmy's going to be doing some stand-up comedy at Flappers Comedy in Burbank. That's on Wendy Liebman's show on the 17th of January. And then Jimmy and I are heading up to San Francisco to go to Sketchfest. We are doing uh, Never Not Funny live at Sketchfest on the 28th of January. It's a 3 p.m. matinee show with our special guest Janet Varney. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hope you can make it there. And then uh, Elliot is doing his improvised Sondheim show with uh, Impro Theater on the 21st. I'm going backwards for some reason. And uh, check that out at improtheater.com if you want tickets to that. Improvised Sondheim sounds incredible, so go check that out if you're in Los Files. Uh, or thereabouts and then finally uh and maybe more immediately than that uh definitely more immediately we are doing our next never not funny live stream on the 18th of january that is a thursday i believe and it's going to start at 11 15 a.m pacific time right there at nevernotfunny.com if you are a tier two or higher subscriber you can listen to us live as we are recording the show even listen to the breaks and we will be taking phone calls. We do have another fan favorite guest. That's how we like to do it on these live ones. Uh, you will uh, enjoy that uh, live if you get to listen and call in and talk to this person. You would love that too. So be sure to check that out and enjoy. Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something and then Matt responds. And it's very, very never not funny. Very brand. organic. Uh, very organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson <laughs> doing Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and they do. Yes. And, uh... 
look, I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, if that was your your passion. It's not mine. No, it's, I don't, it's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. <laughs> Obviously, we all know that. Okay, I just want to make from, sure. From longtime listeners know that you love the I opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates. That's exactly right. By the way, we have tickets for the opera coming up. I'm going to hire somebody to go in my place. <laughs> uh, that is my passion. My passion for the opera is to avoid it. Yeah. Uh, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, yep. not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you, sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, uh, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. Like, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up, and then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah as much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. Murray Valeriano is here. We're chit-chatting a little bit. We uh, dissected the, the Golden Globes. What we failed to mention, though, we made mention on the air, was uh, uh, seeing our pal uh, uh, Todd Glass all yes. over the place. Uh, sitting there. And that it, was Garen pointed out, uh, got more screen time than Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Did seem like it. I almost texted him, but I figured he was probably getting just Getting inundated. a lot of, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. of that. Uh, yeah, just seeing his big fucking head. <laughs> and, I mean, uh, everybody loves Todd Glass. Right? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I do know what you, you mean. You can't find anybody to say something disparaging about Todd Glass? Uh, I could find one guy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Honestly, watching it, I think I was more excited when I saw his face come up than any anybody else. Oh, yeah. just, uh, it's that's, you don't expect it. Yeah. He's also at the same table as John Hamm. It was, it was a it was a veritable never not funny friends of the show <laughs> it, table. It really was. Sarah Silverman was there, yeah, yeah. and Gaffigan has been booked a number of times, and then just uh, it never. Uh, yeah. Apparently, he gets lost every time. I don't know what happens. He, he, maybe his hot pock is, is overcooking. Got distracted by bacon. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he's mad at Pop-Tarts that day. He did well. Now, there's, there's a guy that when, once he was out there, I was like, I know they didn't want a white guy, but he's killing and people are enjoying it. Yeah. Because, again, they know him. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. they know him and uh, and he also said some funny things he did um i thought todd was there by the way i got i got i got excited because they added the unnecessary category of stand-up comedy i thought which was just another way to suck famous people's dicks Mm -hmm. it was like (laughs) how about you say where's nate bargetzi yeah where's todd glass where's uh i i i apologize i can't think of maria bamford yeah you know i don't know if any of them released a a thing but really you go to the i mean sarah's the least famous of them and she's famous yeah it's it's the same as the grammy category for best comedy album it's just it's just dave Chappelle, chris rocks i mean this year, Sarah Silverman is nominated, but like it just—they just picked the most famous five. Like they just here's a list of comedy albums. Okay, where are the most famous people? They'll give the, those five people the, and the then nominated. Give it, to, give it to Ricky Gervais of all those yeah. special. Come on, man! I They're probably gonna give it to somebody else. And <laughs> saw Joe Coy. Like we got to get this guy back. <laughs> we gotta, <laughs> let's give him an award. Yeah. Get him back here. I'll convince him. <laughs> I have. A, I think cynically that they did that because they want him back. Yeah. They want. I would be shocked if he's not talked about coming back next year. I'd and I amazed. think that other category, that cinematic achievement in box office or whatever, yeah. I think they did that specifically to get Taylor Swift to come. Yeah, so of course. Be in the audience. Yeah. Because, well, uh, no, what they, is that category? It's meaningless. But, they, we, we, but they everybody planned, knew Barbie was going to win. Yeah, they planned that a while ago. The, the irony was that this year there were the two biggest movies were also critically acclaimed: the Barbie mm-hmm. and Oppenheimer. So they didn't actually need that category this year. But most years, it's for like the Wakanda Forevers or whatever. Right. You know, like mm-hmm. the, the the Mission Impossible that bombed. Well, cinematic achievement yeah. that we barely made a well, dime that, that's what was weird there were a lot of nominees in that category and it was like weird. too many <laughs> like, it just kept going we don't need to talk about Super Mario Brothers do we like that's not a good movie <laughs> Trolls 2 or whatever. it wasn't Trolls it was some other there was uh, I don't remember anime, but no, yeah there was there, well actually in the animated category was ridiculous because they nominated that Disney movie Wish that bombed but they didn't nominate Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which was really well made, like it's it's not like the greatest movie in the world, but the animation is very cool. No, so if you're good. gonna yeah, like, yeah. if you're gonna like honor something, do something that was innovative. Nobody was gonna beat the heron, though. You, you, no, you can't beat the heron. You, you, got, you know, you're going up against the heron. <laughs> All the kids walked out of the heron. When my my kid's birthday party. Did they really? Yeah, yeah. It's not a kids movie. It, so. Wait, yeah. am I thinking of something else? That's the, the Miyazaki movie. Yeah, yeah. The Ghibli, right? Ghibli yeah, Studios? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's you not, brought that's, children that's to see that? Children. <laughs> well, we showed it at my son's birthday party the other day. And they walked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You made a mistake as a parent. Well, <laughs> I would like to say Mary did. I didn't pick the movie. Well, she's too busy. She's got she's got fabrics <laughs> in her head. Yeah. She's thinking about Gabardine. We, we like can't trust we her like to pick those. a movie. We like those old movies. Those. Uh, well, some of them Ghibli, are. Like, yeah, like the, Totoro. My neighbor and, Totoro. That's for yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But some of them are not for oh, kids. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah they're not for you. Yeah. I mean, maybe. This isn't Ponyo. This is the boy in the hair, and it's clearly for adults. I did not know that. I didn't see it either. I wasn't there. It's. Oh, a, I think it's. Uh, I don't know if semi-autobiographical is the right word for it, but I think it's Miyazaki's last movie. I don't think he's going to make another one after this. And okay. it seems to be inspired by his childhood oh. experiences to, to some extent. As he also whatever. keeps saying that. Yeah. And then he's well, you, the share of, he, of Japanese animation or whatever that he must be old as hell too, though. So at some point it'll, it'll be true that it was his last <laughs> That's movie. <true. laughs> That's one of those that it. it, it I see him or I don't. He yeah. could he could say it's his last one and it doesn't affect my life in any way right. or form. It's oh like, yeah. Oh no. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I go, gotta rush out. Yeah. yeah. I do want to see that, but yeah, I see I see some of them. I don't see some other ones, and I, I don't know. They're all kind of they kind of blend together in my mind because they're all kind of dreamlike and weird, and I don't have any idea. What exactly they're a little trippy, dude. Go back and watch. They're a little trippy. Totoro. Oh yeah. And there's a scene, and apparently he's Japanese. Mm-hmm. Apparently this is fine in Japanese culture. But there is a picture of the dad, a picture, a scene of the dad in the bathtub, naked, You see, uh, with his two kids. 
oh no naked and the head of the kid is blocking the dad's junk <laughs> and that was weird yeah. i bet that played as a joke like uh, at the time like it was probably like oh, that's funny because it's like by the way the kids stayed for that they didn't <laughs> they didn't walk out yeah, on that <laughs> well i mean yeah it was just it was just odd. and again it, it, probably culturally fine yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know the culture of. I'm uh, looking to the bathing culture. On this. <laughs> Jimmy, you have a joke about uh, giving a child a bath. Is uh, it, I do. What do you think about this? Uh, I don't know. Let me go to Netflix and watch another guy do a bad version of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody stole my joke. Joe Corey? No, not Joe uh, Coy. I don't take for him to blame you for uh, that joke bombing. No, who, who took it? Can uh, we say? I, I don't say the guy's name. I don't. I mean, it's out there. Yeah, but I don't say his name. We'll tell you off the air. Just give right. Cat Williams. Was it Cedric the Entertainer? Yeah, Cat Williams was talking about it. Apparently, this special has four stolen jokes on it, and he's been called out on it and uh the rumor was that his management told him to reach out to apologize and that has not happened how did i miss this uh, is uh, it a recent special and mm-hmm. i know you don't want to talk about it on air we'll talk about no. it off. but it's recent it, yeah and i just don't say his name i mean people everybody that listens to the show knows who I, i'm talking about i i i just don't I say this gentleman's name i know it is you I, do i remember your anti-trans jokes <laughs> no sir yeah i remember those I don't, they were good they I were solid i don't even like they that were solid talk about like ahead of premise. time talk no. about ahead of your time i'm not gonna yes yeah. and this <laughs> no i refuse to all right let's go let's go around the horn because i have to have gary and get me a drink in a second mm-hmm. uh so let's uh, do this Garen sucks. Uh, by the way, in the break, we did look up uh, my my son mis uh, mistyped. They, oh. they drop a peach in Georgia. Right. Oh, they drop a peach because, like Justin Bieber said, I get my peaches down in Georgia. Um, <laughs> Eat a peach. The Almond Brothers, right? That is the Almond Brothers. That's yeah. exactly right. So I don't know why he uh, he said that, uh, but uh, so hopefully this Pennsylvania one's accurate as well. And what did what vegetable or fruit did you think it was, Elliot? Oh, I, I thought it was a cherry. No, what was the other one? The onion? Oh, yeah, yeah. I said Vidalia onion. That was the other option. <laughs> if think... it's not a peach, it'd be a Vidalia onion, because that's a very famous uh, Georgia Georgia vegetable. Sweet Vidalia onion. Did you bring onions. that up just to, to have him publicly shamed for that? I've never heard of a Vidalia onion. Have oh. you? I haven't either. It sounds like you've never been to Georgia. I've been to Georgia. They don't shut up about it, though. Really? Vidalia onions? Never. Really? No, okay. I'm on your side. <laughs> All right. I don't know why he brought up the onion. <laughs> okay. I, like, I like the actress Bonnie Vidalia. Does oh, that count? Oh, yeah. uh, uh, oh, that poor woman. She got stabbed in the face, remember? But didn't, wasn't that Bobby uh, Bonnie Bedelia? Wasn't she the one that got oh, I don't remember stabbed that. in the mm-hmm. face? In a movie or in real life? In real life. Oh, dear. She was in her car and somebody came up through the window. And, oh, my God. Isn't that Bonnie Bedelia or is, that, is it a different actress? Or was it Bobby Bonilla? <laughs> hey, Jimmy, it's Bobby Bo. Wow, that's terrible. Yeah, that's, I don't. Uh, think it was her. It must not be Bobby Bedelia. My apologies to the Bedelia family. <laughs> was it the girl from My Sister Sam? No, but she obviously she, she was, she was murdered, murdered, unfortunately. Yeah. I don't know if that was the same thing. Now, this is a, a, a woman was in her car and somebody came and, and, huh. and through the windshield, like through the open yeah. driver's side window. Wow, that's terrible. Stabbed her. Um, I, I think it was a crazy stalker. Like it wasn't right. just Maybe random. Teresa Saldana? Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Thank you. Who's that? Yeah, just yeah. a working actress. Okay. You guys, man. You're calling out names I've never heard. I've never heard that either. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. So, New so York, New York, yes, what? it's a peach, not a yeah, but it, that doesn't affect. Okay, to ring the New Year, uh, New York drops a ball. I will correct this. Georgia drops a giant peach, mm-hmm. uh, but Pennsylvania drops what? We check in with the pop culture beast. He's over there. Uh, We've not seen him in a week, Aaron. What's going on? Anything of import uh, that we need to know about? Uh, I saw Godzilla. You did, oh. huh? and it's 
absolutely incredible. Yeah, oh, it wow. is unreal. Good for how you. Good that movie is. It's oh cool. Yeah, it's it's. I don't even get it. I think it's my favorite how movie they, of the year. I, I loved don't know it. How they pulled it off like that? Right? I loved it. I loved it. It was great. Yeah, Danielle saw it as well since we've last spoken. Loved mm-hmm. it, and I think it, it, it's up there with the holdovers and Maestro for me. Like is is the it's one crazy. of my favorites of the year. Cool. Yeah, it might it might be firmly in number two. What's number one at the moment? Past lives. Yeah, you like that past, past lives. lives. I haven't is, seen it yet. Yeah. I haven't seen it either. I watched it again recently, and it's mm. it's, it's perfect. I did like it's that May December as well. I enjoyed that. I didn't like it that as much as you did. I, I, I hear think. you. That, was, you know what? That's a, again. It's like it's an ice cream shop. Something for everybody. It, mm-hmm. it just felt a little. It it, it kind of felt like an '80s movie of the week. Oh, I don't think like yeah. elevated. Like I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna go back and make one of these and make it art. And it was, I'll go along with that. But I liked it. But they were great. The whole cast is fantastic. It's just something about the music and the way that it's shot. It just felt off a little yeah. bit to me. So. By the way, Night Swim, uh, just in case you're curious, is uh, set in 1992. Who gives a shit? <laughs> 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 what an unnecessary uh, uh, Chiron. Is that a Chiron in that movie? Yeah. Hmm. Set in 1992. 1992. Okay. Uh, okay. It doesn't play it. Uh, it's just, that's just so that the younger audiences uh, aren't curious oh, why there's no cell phones. I apologize. I just, I, I'm wrong. I zoned out. I just, I got so bored with this movie. The first thing happens in 1992. Oh, okay. And then years later, somebody else buys the house. Oh. So I'm wrong. Oh, okay. My apologies. <laughs> right. I, 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 I need to apologize. Uh, that, uh, uh, Jesus, you know what? I'm, I'm no longer mad at my son for this orange thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is, the, the, the orange does not fall far from the tree, it turns out. I, I don't know if this fits, but. <laughs> Who is that now? Yeah, that's that great. is uh, Donovan Pfeiffer. Thank you, Donovan. Oh, and yeah. Donovan uh, wanted me to mention that uh, he's got a band. Uh, it's a psych rock band called Sam Cobra. Yeah. He just released a new cool. album. And he sings like of, Michael McDonald. Y- yes. Uh, uh, says, um, it is the worst Michael McDonald you've ever heard, but also adequately played all on all instruments. That's what his... Nice. I will. Uh, I will concur with that. I, I've also listened to that band of his, that psych yeah, yeah. band of his, that Sam Cobra, and mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Oh, very good. They were I good. Well, think they got that was a bad Michael McDonald. Oh, it was horrible. Really? <laughs> yes, Murray. Michael McDonald. No, I. No, that wasn't I'm, good. I mean, it sounds more like Michael McDonald than other singers. Yeah, yeah. I like, knew what he was trying to exactly. do. Sure. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, I mean, I knew it instantly. Like, song. how can that be bad if you know it instantly? Yeah, but it was. We, we By the way, Donovan Pfeiffer has sent in other songs. Oh yeah. He might have sent in the original and still best. Ice Ice Baby. Perhaps. Iced by Jimmy. I'm not sure if I can tell you that or not, but Yeah, I don't know if you have that written down. I was working uh, over at Fallon one time. No, I show oh, I show that as uh, Tyler Beckwith. Oh, sorry. Oh. What did what did yeah, anyway, we'll figure it out. Uh, go ahead, Marie. No, I wanted to hear Tyler Beckwith. <laughs> I want to give him the props because whoever does your sound, uh they're, they're fucking phenomenal. Fans. Everybody. They're all fa- I know they're all fans and everybody does a great job. They Apparently were... not that Michael McDonald. I'm in the wrong. Well, no, <laughs> I think no, it's great. The, the premise is great, but I I agree with Don. It's not the best Michael McDonald. They're all great with the exception of play it uh, uh LA. Oh, which one? Ah. The, uh, you played it earlier today. Oh, the, uh, uh, play the uh, play our RPG. play our one and only clunker. Oh, yeah. Listen to this shit. <laughs> Here it comes. It's Lady Go Go. LPGA Go. It's Lady Go Go. And Karen sucks. There we go. I don't even know the song. What? I can't. Uh, I, I want to rock. It's I want to rock. Okay. Run. Like it was there, but I couldn't. 
Yeah, that's Colin and Mike uh, turning that piece of junk in. Two, two people. <laughs> really? It took two people to make that joke. That was a bad Michael McDonald. Yeah, oh, no question. <laughs> terrible. So, so not the best the, D. Snyder either. <laughs> there is an icing song from Donovan Pfeiffer, but I don't, I don't know if this is the one you meant or not, Matt. Yeah. Oh, this is a good one. Oh, this is fun. That's fun. Really, we have the best fans. Really, yeah. those are fantastic. Very, very grateful. I always love those soundtracks. Uh, well, uh, Garen, give us your guess on this thing. What is what's uh, what's Pennsylvania dropping? I said Anvil. Oh, I like Anvil. Anvil. Oh. I like Anvil. It's a good guess. It's like, like is the governor Wiley Coyote? <laughs> Maybe that's not a bad. Nothing? No, um, it was nice. He I gave you a chuckle. Okay, and I said that exactly, was good. It's All exactly right. what it deserved. I got exactly what you need. <laughs> I, I couldn't more. I, I couldn't respond accurately because I was trying to think of something related to that early. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and you beat me to it. All right, Gary. Can I now ask you? And Elliot, uh, you're going to need to help out with this. I, uh, can I now ask you to please go get me another oh. Coke Zero? Let me give you what's left of this junk. Let's see. We'll do this one. There we go. Damn it! God 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 damn it! Jimmy needs, needs a Coke. Garen sucks. <laughs> there you go. That's the great Doug Julen providing mm-hmm. that from uh, Poy Doug Pondering and the Sunshine Boys and uh, really other bands. Yeah, I I am a fan of Poy Dog Pondering. Uh, Dog's the best. Dog is great. Dog is also Steve Dahl's co uh, co host on Steve Dahl's podcast. Oh, is, okay. And uh, Dog is a, a, a amazingly talented musician. Grateful that he enjoys this show. They were a Chicago band, Poy Dog, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, for, for some reason, I, th- I thought they were Texas for the longest they time. They might be. I don't know. But they no, they're I, Chicago. I, I, I was wrong. About them. I was well, wrong. he lives in Chicago now, so yeah. it would stand mm-hmm. to reason. That. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah, that did. That, that was, went... Pfft. Yeah, right? That was crazy. How many of those you kill a day? Seven. Really? No, two. Still two too many. When I'm here. Oh, it's delicious. Yeah? It's my one vice. Okay. Coffee's my one vice. I don't drink anymore. I don't, you know... Four and a half years. Congratulations. For me. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that around the, uh, the same time as the heart? No, no. It's actually because of the heart. Because I survived, I fucking attacked the world, <laughs> you mm. know, and was out drinking and living life. And then I'm like, oh, I got to chill. Okay. I still have to live. Mm. So well, good for you. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. I'm not an alcoholic or anything like that. I just, you know, I was just drinking a lot. I was on the road drinking a lot. Sure. So I stopped and then COVID hit. And I was like, ah, if I have to school my kid for the next two weeks, I don't think I should be drinking scotch. And then that two weeks into two years and then yeah. I just stayed with it. Yeah. Yeah, and now coffee's my only vice. Good for you. You deserve it. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, let's check in with the mayor of Whoville. He's behind the uh, village over there. That's our friend Elliot Hokeberg. Yes, sir. Uh, he needs a new nickname now that the holidays. Yeah, are Yeah, what are we going to get for you? What do you, what do you I got? Don't, I uh, don't know. For the new year, let's uh, hope we stumble into something soon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah look at. How was your break? Hey, what about Bruce? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not Bruce. <laughs> I know it'd still be funny. <clears throat> uh, you have a nice break. I don't like yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, uh, I went. I I did go to the movies. Oh. I went and saw Wonka. Yeah, what'd you um, think? I I did enjoy it. It definitely was. It it was doing some member berries in there. Uh, huh? That's a that's a Pardon? South Park. That's a South Park reference. Okay, okay. pretend I've, I've never seen that show. Uh, it's basically they they have a whole episode where they make fun of programs that are just about things you remembered, and then and then everybody goes goes ape 
over it. Because, okay, which was a lot of the style of alternative comedy there for a little while. Yes. Was, you remember, hey, remember Welcome Back, Cotter? Mm-hmm. And everybody would yeah. just go, yeah! yeah! And then no joke. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, yes, yeah. that sort of vibe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I did enjoy it. I My one thing, my one sort of overarching thing is, as crazy and unrealistic as the original uh, Gene Wilder Wonka movie was, I didn't think he was magic. And yet this Wonka, magic. Yeah, I'll go along with that. Like everything was almost impossible, but remotely like you could, maybe somebody was so so much of an inventor that they could do it. He was more of an inventor than a magician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scientist. Oh, so you're thinking this Timothy Chalamet is bringing like a magic element to it? Well, no, no, the story. explicitly say he's using magic. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And this is a prequel or an origin story? Yes. Mm -hmm. So the story itself I thought was lovely. It was Mm -hmm. fine. I enjoyed it. It gets a little bit uh, where did this come from towards the end. But it was the magic part that I was like, I'm going to accept this because I want to have a good time. Right. Right. But as far as I know, even the books, he's not magic. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not really specified. You know what is magic? Jesus. Train runs. (laughs) (laughs) There's something about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. Can't pinpoint it, but there's something about Mm -hmm. it. Uh, Well, good for you. You went out. uh, Where'd you go? Right there at the uh, the Culver? The Culver Theater? Uh, No, no, no. I went with a friend of mine. We went to the Grove. We went to the Grove Theater. Oh, goodness. Yeah. All the way over there. Yeah, yeah. Dealt with that horseshit. It wasn't too bad. Complications to see a movie. Well, are you close to like the playa? Uh, Yeah, but that would have been the other direction for them. Okay. So we kind of split the difference. I was there the other day. I can't can't tell you what I saw at the playa. And I was there within a week, and I can't remember what fucking movie I. I was there four times this week. Really? Yeah. What four did you see? I saw four. I think none of your fucking business. No, I saw five. Okay. <laughs> I saw Ferrari. I don't care. I saw the color purple. I saw Night Swim. And uh, what's the other one? What else did I see? Oh, something else. I remember what I saw. What'd you see? I saw Aquaman. Oh, oh no! Uh, of all of the movies, wow. well, you brought a child. I brought a child. It was, was it any good? Fucking awful. The first one was one of the worst movies ever made. In Dude, my opinion. first of all. Half the movie, I thought we were underwater, and we weren't. Oh, oh no. <laughs> like, you couldn't. Sometimes huh. their hair's flowing, sometimes it's not. And he didn't talk to one fucking fish. <laughs> Which is kind of the That's premise. his thing, right? That's, his thing. That's, That's his, his thing. He didn't talk to one fucking fish. None of the fish came to save the day. At one point, some whales show up for no reason. Okay. And then they're gone. And then mm. that's it. And then he fights them like he's in fucking the Matrix. Well, what did Frank think about it? Oh, he hated it. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, so he's got it. Well, back that up there with some artsy uh, Japanese uh, <laughs> animation for him. Yeah, he loved fucking Totoro. Boy, you're he really loved. kicking this kid in the ball. We <laughs> <laughs> let him pick dude, the movies. There's not yeah, yeah. a lot out there. There's, I, yeah, I, I, everybody's talking about how great. I, Dude, I really look forward to that Paul Giamatti movie. Loved it. Hold on. Nah. Fantastic. It was all right. Wow. You know what I mean? You're hard. Godzilla was great. Godzilla was great. Uh, Wonka? Timothy Chalamet. You know, oh, like boy. I didn't, like I just don't know. I, we, there's nothing out there. I, I thought you'd be just like in terms of things that you could watch with your kids, because like I, we were looking through the screener app to see what like is any of this stuff appropriate for mm-hmm. an 11 year old boy, and the one that we settled on was the boys in the boat, which <sighs> sucks. Does it really, dude? I turned it off. It's so bad. That's our boy George Clooney. Yeah, I it's, know. It's it's I've, I've oh never what a disappointment. I, I was know. looking forward to it. I know. It, 
You've seen this movie Have we? a thousand fucking times. And it's just so low effort. Like I can't, I've never seen a more phoned in movie like oh. from the it, directorial it just standpoint. Just go with the, be- the beats, you know, the poor kid joins the rich team. But it then, like doesn't even have the, like it, it like goes halfway with a lot of them too. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it doesn't even have the, the, the sense to go, well, if you're going to make a sort of cliche sports movie, just go all in. It's kind of like, like it, it, like you're, it's missing very obvious beats that you'd be like, well, this would at least kind of you know like a, like a rival. Yeah, they, yeah. There is a rival team, but they like they're nothing. They don't they don't build them up as being anything. It's just like yeah, that's the other team that we race against sometimes. I guess. <laughs> and, then, and then they had the beat of the coach telling you rowing is going to change your life. Oh sure, you know like every fucking sports lecture, and it yeah. gets everybody fired up to go. Yeah. George Clooney usually does good stuff. I know. That's why it was extra disappointing. I thought it, it, I was like, I just want to see it. I like sports movies. I'll watch any sports movie because right. usually they, they hit those beats and it's like, yeah, I'm excited they won. Man. And it has maybe one of the worst like pep talk speech scenes I've ever seen. I know you didn't make it that far. Yeah, right, yeah, I, I feel like <laughs> you should fast forward to that part just to see how wrong a scene like that can, can <laughs> go. It's it's bad. What's your favorite sports movie? Oh man, um, I have to think about that. Okay. I'm tr- yeah. Let me think about it. Cool running. <laughs> That's up there. You know my favorite is no Hoosiers. I bet Breaking Away. Well, that's my favorite movie of all time. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, one of my absolute yeah. favorite movies. All right there. That's why. Uh, oh yeah, look at that. A parody I mean, poster behind me. Um, uh, yeah, his head was in the that way. That is my yeah. favorite movie of all time. I uh, catered a fancy schmancy house when i first moved to town and daniel stern was at the party ah and he came and i was bartending and i said dude i love breaking away it's my favorite one of my favorite movies all time he goes you know whose house you're in right i was like no and it was the writer director uh what's his face i'm blanking on his name right now oh i'm blanking too yeah yeah it was that guy steve steven i don't know oh shit what's it's not it's not chicklish no no it's 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 what is it garen garen the director is Peter Yates. Peter Yates is Peter Yates' house. Okay, it's written by somebody else. Is Steve Tish? Yeah, Tish. I'm sorry. It's Peter Yates' house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, that that's exciting. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I did a pilot with Daniel Stern. Oh yeah. So we spent a week together, and uh, very nice man. Yeah, yeah. Very, very nice man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, invited him on the podcast. Did not understand what a podcast was, <laughs> so uh, passed. No, oh, okay. Did but, you uh, tell him that Breaking Away is your favorite movie, or did you feel like that was going to be make it weird? No, I told him. Oh, okay. Yeah, I told him. And then, and then he told me all about the you know behind the scenes stuff. And, oh, yeah. cool! Yeah, he was he yeah. he brought Peter Yates over to the bar. Oh, that's great! Yeah, so yeah, he's a really nice. From that's what awesome. I from the five minutes I fanboyed him, he was great. It uh, he was talking the the thing that he said, and, and not from a bragging point of view, but like from how lucky he is in his career that he is in three. Uh, oh, I can't think of the word. Please help me. Iconic three iconic. Uh, uh, properties. Yeah. And so, like, he's just uh, with City Slickers, he was including that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Sure. And what's the third one? Uh, Wonder Years. Wonder Years. Wonder Years. Thank yeah. you. Or Bushwhacked. It might be Bushwhacked. <laughs> I think it was Bushwhacked. <laughs> You're right. It was Wonder Years. Yeah, and, yeah. and so, he's just how lucky, like, that he just, mm-hmm. you know, never really has to do another thing in his life because yeah. of those three things. I did a bit part of Wonder Years. Did you really? Yes, I did. Oh, wow. That's exciting. Town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was still going in the I 90s? caught the tail. Well, I got it in mid, I got mid-90s. I got here early ni- early to mid-90s. Oh, okay. And were it was you, the tail end last did, season. Were you young enough to have played like a teenager? I was or? a party crasher. Okay. And I had hair down to here. Yeah. Oh, I had long wow. hair back at the time. Right. Grunge days, Jimmy. Grunge I understand, days, sure. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. do. I saw a movie with base 92 recently. <laughs> <laughs> so I get it. Oh, you totally get it then. Yeah. And I saw Fred Savage. 
remember when I ran into you and Danielle and and Oliver at the at like Macy's Macy's or at something the, at the uh, Century City. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same day. You saw Fred Savage? I ran into Fred Savage. That's amazing. And what did I do? Hey, I got my SAG card on Wonder Years. Like, I don't care anymore. And, and he says... <laughs> he said, cool. Cool. And walked away. And then could not get away faster. Oh, no. And apparently he's gotten some shit. Yeah, there's uh, apparently some stuff out there that... I didn't know that. Not a great deal. Maybe that's why I didn't want to talk. Hmm. Could be. I don't know. Yeah, Still yeah. needs to shop, though, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Still needs to get something at the Macy's. Uh, let's just check back in with the mayor. He's back there behind Video Village. That's Elliot Hochberg. Uh, uh, all right, Elliot, you got a guess on this? What, I do. What does Pennsylvania drop? So I was trying to think of the most iconic thing that has to do with Pennsylvania that you might drop, and I went with Bell. Like the oh. Liberty Bell. Oh, yeah. oh dude, I... Guess. I'm going to take... But I, spoiler or not, I did not say that, mm-hmm. but I went... Uh, God, this is how dumb I was for a minute. No, that's Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what I said. Mm-hmm. And uh, just, did, yes, of course, Belle. I like Belle. Mm. I, think it's, I think it's Belle from that Disney film. I think they drop her. Oh, really? Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. And then Bruce that's Willis it. looks up her skirt. <laughs> oh, the funniest thing he's ever seen is It was the greatest. The yeah. three people of the Mind 80s blowing. that changed my life. John Ritter, Bruce mm. Willis, and Tom Hanks. Okay. Wow. Bosom Buddies, Three's Company. Moonlighting. That's why I'm here today. Taking your swings. <laughs> my last swing. Uh, it's time to stand. That means it's 50 minutes after the hour. And we got to wrap this up. Yeah, this thing. You and I both have to stand up. Stand up. I got to get Verico's veins so I don't. Uh, all right, Matt, what's your guess? I said, uh, what did I say? Steel beam. Steel beam. <laughs> Pittsburgh. They take out 12 people every year. (laughs) Yeah. Well, a ball can also take out 12 people. uh, That's controlled. So's the beam. I don't know. I'm not saying you're dropping dropping a beam. I didn't know they dropped anything in Pennsylvania until an hour ago. They're not just going up on top of a building and tossing it off. Just a random building. that takes 10 seconds. (laughs) That would be 10. They just had to find the right building. (laughs) (laughs) This is still, that's only four seconds, boss. We got to go higher. All right, what's your guess then? Well, um, you will see I scratched it out. My original guess was a piece of coal. Okay. Okay. A piece of coal. For some reason, I thought, mind. That's yeah, your I thought that was Pennsylvania. Yeah. Is that what you crossed off? Like, no, that's what they do in Philadelphia. Uh, and I went with Bell. Okay. Also with Bell. I went with Bell. All right. I also went, I used the word girder, but I'd steel beam. Okay. That's basically what okay. I went with as well. I think. Uh, well, that explains why you were defending my answer. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad answer. I don't answer, think it's a bad answer. But I think Bell and Anvil are better. Bell is, yeah, when he said Anvil, I was like, well, that beats that's kind of That's kind of what I was trying yeah, to say. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. we both were trying to get to there and didn't quite get there. Uh, let's find out together. What if it's Steel Beam? I hope it is just what so Murray can go fuck himself. Yeah, what exactly. If it's Bell from the movie. That'd be oh, great. That would be uh, that would question while you're looking that up. Yes, Garen. Unrelated. Uh, I may have a celebrity sighting. <gasps> oh, but I'm 80% sure I, who's who it was because I saw them driving in a car. Like, like Can I like say this? Me. Only because of time. Save it for save Thursday. It for Thursday. Yeah, because I have one Thursday. too, but I'm going to save mine for Thursday too. Yeah. No. Ah, we had to blow the hour on Joe Coy? I want to play that game. <laughs> <laughs> that was what was in the zeitgeist. I'll be back on Thursday. That's what's you will not be back I'll be, Thursday. I'll see you guys on Thursday. In fact, Marie. Elliot, pick me up. Maybe a long time. All right, <laughs> <laughs> here's your it's answer swing. Collateral damage with Joe Coy. <laughs> I got a photograph. He's, he's included a photograph of this. I will tell you this. Nobody got it right. Oh, oh wow. wow. But you're all going to think, yes, of course. Okay. A giant Hershey's kiss. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's wow. a good one. Of course. Yeah. Hershey, Pennsylvania. The, the photo of the yeah. giant. I mean, that's shaped like a bell. Yeah, but it's, it, you did not get it. No, it's not? No. No, oh, okay. I mean, it is, but. <laughs> no, Karen, what would you, you guess? What'd you wager? Uh, so now it's the lower, uh, the lowest yeah. wager, yeah. 18. 18. That's not going to do it. I've never been so happy. Three. Three. 
Matt. Son of a bitch. Four. Four. Murray? Dude, I had BDC, man. I went 24. Okay. Well, you went with the Sutherland. That doesn't help you here. And I went with 12. That means that our hey. boy Elliot is getting $5. Nice. Any other time, four would win. Yeah, not today. Unreal. Trivia Tin. Elliot is the champion. Elliot is the champion. Garen sucks. Coming in hot, Garen. Elliot, I'm glad you won. This Thank also, you so much. This is also I'm coming in hot. All right, listen, that's what we're going to do. Usually we do a Joker's Wild style, but we're going to do a Joker's Wild style. But Matt's going to throw it. We count to five by fives. Here we go. And, and five. five. Ah, oh, damn it. No, that a, means you don't win. You have to give it back. <laughs> yeah, if you drop it, you don't you win. If you don't catch it, you have to give it back. I don't think that's true. All right, Murray. Hey, thanks for having me on. <laughs> what are you promoting? Something? Anything? Uh, yeah, I got the live for what it's worth. The only music and comedy game show that matters mm-hmm. at the Hollywood Improv on the 20th. So All right. Night 20th. Tickets are only $10 in advance. That is not a uh, high ticket price, so it's take advantage of that low yeah, ticket. Yeah, for sure. See it? For sure. I always enjoy doing the program. I love having you. And uh, I, I look forward to doing it again. Uh, you did the first live one. Damn right. I did. And it was great. How many live ones have you done? This will be my second. This is the second one. Yeah, this will be my second. Great. I like uh, to space them out. Uh, <laughs> When was it was like one? six months, Three right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was six months ago. Okay. Uh, Pop cultured this and do one every other Friday. It's uh, we do it, <laughs> we do it once a month, sir. Okay. And uh, do I think that's too much? Maybe. I was thinking about you're doing one this week. Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking about swinging by. Yeah, come on by. Yeah, yeah. UCB. We got the Sarah Silverman. We've got uh, Al Madrigal and the great the aforementioned Blaine Capatch. Oh, okay, great. Mm. Uh, Here's a trivia question: What uh, award nominated movie was Al Madrigal in this year? This past year. Ooh. <sighs> Blink and you'll miss him. Yeah, I know. I, when you say it, I'm going to know. It's but. not Oppenheimer. No. But he, Barbie? Pl- he plays a guy in a... In a oh, I, I, I feel I, like I just saw it. I feel like we just watched I'm it. I'm visualizing it. I'm sure you all it. saw it. I'm sure you all saw it. Is it Air? It's Air. It's Air. It is Air. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. He works yeah. at Nike. Yeah. yeah, He's in that conference room when they're looking at the board of, of That's another picks. one I was like, eh. I liked it. Oh, I liked it. I yeah, I liked it. Yeah. You don't like anything. Yeah. I've, you Fuck know, off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I normally enjoy movies, but for some reason this year, I was just like, man. Well, man. that movie, if if you go in expecting too much, I could see it being mad. But if it's just like, if you just go to watch a nice story, I mean, look, I've watched it on Amazon Prime or whatever the hell it's on. It's like pretty, a pretty chill, low My ask. problem is I knew what was going to happen. Well, yeah, but so, so what? make it's the journey. more interesting. Well, we know, you know what happens with Titanic as well. Yeah, but that was more interesting. Then the there shoes? was a one-legged hooker. This has shoes, man. All right. I didn't know that Nike wasn't on the map until then. That was enlightening. That was mm-hmm. cool. Better mm-hmm. than that. I'm a little surprised by that, to be honest with you, because uh, I knew even before the Jordan. We all knew about Nike. But yeah, but they weren't. They weren't as big. We yeah. wore. That's what I wore. I wore Nikes. Okay, but they. But in that, that movie, was the running shoe. It was the blue Nike running shoe. Yeah, in that, that movie, was, they said they weren't really on the map for basketball. For, yeah, oh, okay, they were only known as a running shoe. Okay, yeah. Yeah. all right. Yeah, because what didn't Prefontaine wear Nike? Well, or the, or the other Bowerman, his coach, the coach of Oregon, was was the guy who started Nike yeah. with okay. Phil Knight, and like he he was the track coach at University of Oregon, and he would make the rubber soles with a waffle iron. He would pour rubber into a waffle. Was that iron. in the movie? No, this well, was... where the fuck was this, that? Well, go watch the other fucking movie. This movie's the not Free Fontaine. Yeah, you got two of them. Fun. You got two Free Fontaines. You could choose which was one. Was he the guy with the one leg not to be harsh? No. no. There I, was think a, I think you're thinking of Oscar Pretorius. Yes. The murder. No, no, the, the, murder. The, no, no, the guy who didn't kill his wife. It was in the 80s. He had one leg he ran. No? 
Nothing. Darren, you're the movie geek. I don't. I can't remember who okay. it is. I think it's more sports than anything else. But okay. Well, right. But there were two Prefontaines. <laughs> there was yes. the one with that one guy, and then one with the other. Guy. The one. Okay. With, you want to see? You want to see the one with Billy Crudup? Okay. That's I the, think that's the one I saw. That's. I did like both of them, limits. but that one's better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's that's, it called? Without limits. Without limits. Okay. So the other one just that, called. And that's my favorite free. sports movie. To answer your question. Oh, okay. Not really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of anything else. I like. I like Jerry Sapphire. Was good. That was a good movie. Yeah. I feel like there's another one. Have you seen it lately? No. I liked it as a kid. Yeah. I don't think I ever saw it. You know, some people say, and, and I and I disagree with them, but I know because I know it's from that time of their life mm-hmm. uh, is uh, the Sandlot. People will say that yeah. that is their favorite. I didn't see it as and a kid, and I, I I didn't see it as a kid. I, I watched that with Frank. And what do you think? I don't like it. It's horrible. Yeah, I don't like it. But, but it people, might be a time of because I didn't see the Goonies till I was thirty six. Also, and, and you hated it. And it was terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> but he'll disagree with you. Yeah, well, I'm sure, and I, I'm sure something nice. I think probably Gremlins blows probably by now, but I loved it as a kid. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I, I loved Herbie the Love Bug as a kid. I'm sure it's unwatchable. Oh, know? right. Oh. I loved all the fucking uh, the Apple Dumpling Gang. I yeah, thought was all great. All that stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? From which mountain? Yeah, when, right. Escape from which mountain? I couldn't. Yeah. Fucking when Disney the app came out, we're like, oh my god, look at all these great the Apple Dumpling. You know, fucking, and we we're like, nope. Oh, no, no, these are yeah. terrible. Yeah. Oh yeah. But loved them. That darn cat. That's <laughs> oh, <what the laughs> that's amusement park writing. <laughs> yeah. 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 It ain't good. Didn't have to be very good because there wasn't much else for kids to watch. Yeah, so they're just like, how about anything? Here you go. But there's been a great and i'm pointing at matt because i think we have children around the same age mm-hmm. frank just turned 12 mm-hmm. there's a great string of kids movies in the last 10 years yeah i oh, think yeah. they yeah. were just they were i enjoyed those more than i do mm-hmm. adult movies i think it helps to have a kid like i've enjoyed movies more than i would have otherwise watching them with my kids because mm-hmm. it's like i'm kind of seeing it through their eyes a little bit more like i i sometimes reflect on like was that actually good or did i just enjoy it because my kids were enjoying it right, and right. so i was able oh, to i like think there's a lot of that yeah definitely. i know there's movies i saw with oliver that's like no but i'm watching yeah. him oh right. sure yeah yeah uh now he does it with me like i think he uh, uh vice versa because he, mm-hmm. he he, he enjoys Matt. He Luck. watched movies <laughs> and enjoys things better than i do like he he, get, he, he understands them more than mm-hmm. i do i will say this it's a good kid. Yeah, I like nice Oliver kid. a lot. Thank you. I yeah. like Oliver a lot. He's funny. He's smart. He gets along great with my child. Oh, that's nice. Which is, and there's an age difference. That's the only reason I say that. Right. And I know a lot of kids around. How old is he? Sixteen. He's sixteen. Yeah. I know there's a lot of like, I don't want to hang out with a ten year old. You know. But he will. Was very, he was great. And, yeah. they, and Frank was bummed that he didn't. Uh, uh, Danielle and I do the St. Michael's. Right. Thing the every uh, year. the charity of the charity, uh, and he was bummed that Oliver wasn't there. Was Oliver not there this year? Uh oh. <laughs> Should I have not told you that? <laughs> where, where did he go then? Where did he Wait, go? Oh, no. I believe he was under the weather, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, probably. I, I think he was uh, under the bridge getting heroin. Yeah, he might be doing the H. <laughs> Telling lies What's to that, get his, away with his it. secret life. Yeah. Uh, my son, here's the good news. My son hates long sleeve shirts, so he'll, he'll, he's either between the toes or he'll never do heroin. Yeah. And that's the oh, only okay. reason he'll never do heroin. I think that's the only reason. Man, it took me a second to figure out what you're sense. talking about. Um, all right, listen, Murray, thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. I really appreciate and it. Absolutely joy i hope we put this thing with you and elliot behind us i think we, could... <laughs> I think we made some progress oh nope. just progress elliot. all right well let me just say oh, it no. clearly i'm sorry oh <laughs> fuck you <laughs> all right i took my best shot you tried several times yeah. he won't accept it yeah. Yeah. and now it's on him <laughs> it's it's always been on him i know but now it's extra on him and now elliot should be mad at murray i think I can't believe he's not <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second i was like at Murray. Yeah. That's a- <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for supporting the program. We certainly do appreciate that. Uh, oh, I want to say this. If you are not a member of the platinum level, 
uh, and you are interested in being in the Never Not Funny Fantasy Baseball League, mm. uh, now's the time to, to join that because I will be announcing shortly when to put your name in to be uh, considered for the Never Not Funny Fantasy Baseball League. And I use the paromizer for that because we get a lot of names. Mm. Uh, and I believe there are uh, eight openings, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, I believe there's eight. What's the, what's 12 minus five? Seven. seven. There's seven openings. Okay. So uh, uh, a little tighter this year. So uh, get your, uh, uh, I will tell you when to get them in, but you need to be a member of the Platinum on up to uh, be a part of that. So By the not, way, yeah. sorry to interrupt. Um, you didn't say, did you get the, the golfers you wanted in the oh, draft? I did. I know you were worried about yes. oh, yeah. one of them. Yeah, Ataya Thitikin. I got her. Awesome. And, um, and I was, I, then I was happy. Uh, There's a fantasy for golfing too. We've uh, we now have a never not funny uh, LPGA fantasy okay. uh, golf league. Okay. Uh, yesterday was the inaugural draft. Oh, okay. So it's new. Because uh, I'm like I listen to the show. I know. Yeah, it's yeah. brand new. Okay. Uh, Colin Treat had the first pick, and he uh, I forget, I can't even tell you who he went with right now. Uh, I can't remember. Yes. It's Lady Golf. <laughs> oh, that's why. Yeah. Okay. Golf. Right. Uh, I'll be having the pop culture beach. There he is over there. There's Garen Cockrell behind Video Village. That's the mayor of Whoville. I hope the Hunter Matt Bell up. Our friend Murray Valeriano. I'm Jimmy Pardo. Sorry the show had to end with that shit song. <laughs> we'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny, a sag After podcast, is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2024, Never Not Funny, LLC. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 